What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And this is Mo. Oh, are you guys ready to rock? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, so, sometimes. So we've, we've, building, we've been building this up for a couple a weeks. Bit. Because yeah. this involves... All three of us, two of our favorite things. Well, at least, well, two and I, for you and I, cigars and music. Yeah. Mo cigars are coming up on the rail, I think, but not they're not like in the top two of things. But music is one of your Very biggest important. things. Yes. Um, that's why I married you because you're awesome. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna do. We 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 debated so many times on how to do this show, and we like even up until literally just starting so why don't you break it down for everybody <laughs> yeah we did of what we're gonna do because while i was doing the prep work you were talking i was just like uh-huh yeah, yeah. so you lay it out so when on I how asked, it's gonna go are you listening you lied to me i lied okay. because i had a lot of other stuff i had to do okay so, so we're doing the top five rock albums each one of us are going to go through that we'll do it around robin uh and i have my ground rules mm-hmm. which then you guys can pivot on if you want to but here is my eight ground rules it's my list my preferences important to me so it's not intended to be the top five rock albums of all time or my view of that Mm -hmm. it's intended to be what's important to mark Mm -hmm. um i like guitars and cowbell and so (laughs) i uh so every album needs to have cowbell represented so you better have blue oyster called on there then that is a great album but it, it may or may not make my list um, I'm not a big fan of overly produced or synthesized albums. Agreed. So if there's not a guitar in there, which is guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so when you say synth and produce, are you talking like that new era, new metal era, like Linkin Park era? So yes, I'm okay. talking some of that. Um, having said that, there are some of those songs that are very guitar heavy and that I consider rock songs. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm talking things that are overly produced. Okay. Um, no compilations are greatest hits. So yep. one of my favorite albums of all times is the Eagles greatest hits. Cause it well, think, truly is I, greatest hits. And I think that's we talked, I think we talked about it last week. Like that's the number one selling right. rock album yeah. for the record. Cause it's hits front yeah. to back. Yeah. Um, uh, limited covers. I'm not a big fan of, uh, there should be, uh, you should at least make the songs your own. Um, for sure. Um, I understand other people write music for you. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about, um, you know, you taking a song of somebody else's and doing it just like they did. So if man for man did a Bruce Springsteen cover of blinded by the light, yeah, I consider that a new version of the song. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, man for man is not in my top five. You will be surprised to know. Um, but because they did such a unique version of that song. That's that's unique, you yeah. know, unique composition, whatever. Um, must be a full album, no EPs. Um, and we talked about this to clarify. It needs to go on both sides of a vinyl album. Yeah, Albums are vinyl. They're yeah. intended to be vinyl. That's yep. the way I, I was born then. So front to back strength. So not like um, Carly Ray Jepsen, you know, uh, call, me, <laughs> call Me Later. <laughs> Which is a great song, a great earworm song, and I'm not criticizing it in any way. I have no idea what else is on. No one-offs. No one-offs, right? No no one or two songs that are strong. However, you are allowed one clunker. So you're allowed that one song where you go, and you'll hear me say this on one of my albums, Mm -hmm. uh, I hate that song. Yep. So... 
Those and, are my eight rules. Yeah. So you guys want to tweak those? Uh, no, I think that's no, fine. Because the, these aren't necessarily the best rock albums out there. Because I think when we get into it, you'll notice there are some high ones on there that we left off because it, those sure. are almost gimmies. Um, but right. these are ones that kind of transfix just to us personally, things that got us either into the genre or had yeah. a bigger meaning in general, but are yeah. big for a reason, but they are either smaller or bigger band, something like that. I listened to my five hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my five, um, I wore out. This was, this was hard. It was. Now, oh this my was gosh. so hard. Now, my top four, um, two of my top four was automatic, knew the album, knew uh-huh. the artist, locked and loaded, were good to go. Yeah. Um, the, the two fifth, of them. The fifth one? Yeah. Yeah, the, the two other ones, the album was hard because right. I, I went through it, but the, the artist was So you had the easy. artist, but yeah. not the album. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so and then also. And the fifth one was impossible. No, no repeat no artists pe- no on repeat our list. There online. might be one where we might share an artist or right. an album. Sure. Sure, Eminem, you and I both have Eminem on our list. <laughs> um, so then also what we'll do is we'll give our favorite song off that album. That will then be going onto our playlist that we have since we haven't updated in yeah. a long time. So now we're going to cool. update it with at least 15, but we might have some honorable mentions and some stuff that we just... I have 83 it, honorable for, mentions. Is that too many? I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody now. This is going to be a long show. This is going to be a a music-heavy show. There's going to be little cigar speak or talk. I'll go ahead and say what we're saying, what we're having. We're smoking the Camacho, uh, the Master Built Series, the Imperial Stout Barrel Aged. Um, I believe this is my second one of this today. (laughs) Today, yeah. And it might be my second one of this ever. ever. (laughs) Yeah, And that's why I grabbed it. It's like, there's no way that he's had this. And he's like, oh, I fucking had that today. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So let's just go ahead and let's just get the cigar stuff out of the way so people can have that. So it's a a Honduran of of origin. Um, It's a Mexican Mexican San Andreas wrapper, a Honduran Corojo binder. And then the filler is Brazilian, Dominican, and Honduran. It's a six by 50. It's fucking amazing. I love the cigar. I love Camacho. Mo, you've never had this before, so yeah, I'd like to have to your input later on. Okay. Later on. Later on. Later on. Just sure. smoking because you're no, just right now, now starting to it. Could sure. you tell us how the whole cigar is going to be right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is good. You're getting, you like, yeah. your palate likes it, full cigars. And my palate is very, okay. So it's not sophisticated by any means because my, my gauge is, I like it. I don't like it mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. The so, Nigel scale. So, so far I like it. Okay. And because you like cigars with a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. So I figured you would, you would like this one. So, so do do Aaron and I for the record. Yeah. Because it's fucking amazing. But (laughs) you and I also remember when it was dog shit and she would not like it. But yeah, uh, nope, these are good cigars. Yeah. Okay, so that's the cigar talk out of the way. Get the cigar. We have it here at West End. We, it's fucking amazing. Yep. Um, now get ready to melt your fucking face off. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a couple. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Are we going five to one? Um, no. So okay. Uh, we decided that um, while um, that while I was not, we're not have, yeah while you were not listening that we do not have an order. Okay. Right. Um, and so I'm going, my five to to one is most obvious to least obvious. So I'm going to start with an album that, um, I'm 55 years old. 
So I'm going to start with that. You don't have to say your ages, but I'm 55 <laughs> years old. So I was in high school from 1980 to 1984. And I say that because the one of the first albums that I remember falling in love with and just grooving on the guitar was ACDC Back in Black. Okay. It was a significant album to me. It is every song on that album I recognize from the first riff. I mean, you don't, I listen to this album again. You don't have to, I don't have to look at the, when I'm listening to my iPod mm -hmm. and Give a Dog a Bone comes on, which is a deeper cut on that album, mm -hmm. right? And you, you hear that opening riff that is, I don't have to look at my iPhone to know what song is coming on every song on that album yeah it's hell's bells shoot to thrill mm -hmm. i mean what do you do for your money honey what do you do for your kicks right yeah. i remember listening to this <clears throat> giving dog giving the dog a bone uh <clears throat> let me put your love into you i mean every song baby right i mean it, you shook me all night long i remember dancing to um, you shook me all night long in my junior, uh, one of my junior dances. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> um, have a drink on me, shake a leg, rock and roll ain't noise pollution. And that's missing the greatest song that ACDC has done, which is Back in Black. I mean, it's, it is, it's anthem. Yeah. It's an anthem, right? Is there a clunker on that album? <clears throat> there, there was, I just read every yeah. song. There is no clunker right. on this album. This to me is top five for me, mm -hmm. without question. This was the one and I feel you list like, top five and you just go ACDC back and black. I feel like that could be one of the ones that could go top five of all time. Like that's almost to the gimme realm. So this uh, afternoon when, when, you, I, when you hear the bells starting off, because they play that for football in a lot of stadiums, yeah. man, it gets your nipples hard. Like yeah. you're ready to go. There's two of the I mean I obviously am a Zeppelin guy, so I recognize every Zeppelin song when uh -huh. it starts, or a lot of Zeppelin songs when they start. But I think there's a lot of people like this with ACDC. Yeah. When you hear those opening notes. You could you not, just, yeah, you could not know anything about yeah. rock, about ACDC, but you hear yeah, the beginning you, of Hell's Bells, you know what's next. Yeah. Well, and the guitar work um, is phenomenal. And this, is, this album is really, I mean, really, <clears throat> it's right after um, the death of Bon Scott. And mm -hmm. so comes off highway to hell which is which is a great album i mean i'm not i'm not uh, dogging that album at all brian johnson's on there and takes the band to another level yeah it is clearly their best album yeah. there is all of the songs on here are to me classic heavy classic rock songs love this album that's okay is that this is why it's gonna be a long show because we're gonna we're gonna deviate do you think that is the best band to ever have a different lead singer than what they start out with. Ooh. Because I think it is. I, I don't know of anybody else. Like, you can't say that for Van Halen because uh, whatever the guy who took over for... Sammy Hagar? Yeah, Sammy Hagar. He's That's not as obviously big. who I thought of when you want to compare. Because they had 5150, they had OU812, they had, they had big-time hits after that. Um, and obviously their careers are flipped because mm -hmm. Highway to Hell was not nearly the commercial success. It's a great album. And, and obviously ACDC hit it on this album. This mm -hmm. is when they hit it. Um, um, 
I think those those maybe, one and one A right there. Maybe I mean the only other one I can really think of is maybe Sabbath, but when Ozzy left and and Ronnie came in, James that's came really in. the only. But I mean that's solidified as you know it's they don't want I want to say they upgraded, but they didn't lose anything by getting well. And the, <clears throat> the band was gelling. I mean, let's mm-hmm. be honest because Mutt Lang was really uh, with ACDC. Mutt Lang was really tightening up the professionalism and yeah. really getting that that sound that he wanted out of them. And yeah. this is where Mutt Lang, who then eventually went on to uh, to produce Shania, Shania Twain, Twain. Yeah. right? Uh, so you could really see him <laughs> honing his craft here, which eventually <laughs> became multi-platinum yeah. uh, recording off, uh, artist uh, Shania Twain, who I also love for the record. Um uh, but, uh, but this, this album is amazing. And right. to be honest with you, uh, the guitar work on here, the singing's great and the songwriting is tight and the, and the way it, it goes is, is, is awesome. But the guitar playing on this album. Oh. So what's the, uh, what's the song you're choosing for the playlist? So I'm not going to choose back in black cause that's obvious. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so <clears throat> to me it is, um, because it's personal to me. I danced my first dance that I are one of my first dances to you shook me all night long. Okay. Okay. And you're only going to put that, that song, not the album, just that song. Yep. Okay. All right. So you now have, we have your first choice. Oh gosh. I'm just so curious what you guys will say, because I, I think some of mine are obvious. And of course, over the last two weeks, just ruminating on this, my top five constantly changing so I started off with a, a, a real hard 17 list. <laughs> wow. And I, up until an hour before this show. I mean, this is stuff we talked about moving, at home, yeah, too. Just moving stuff around. But my number one, that will always be my number one, is the Beatles' White Album. For me, the importance there is, uh, I guess, the history here. George Harrison is the love of my life. And he's always been there. Besides Thanks. my husband. Thanks. Besides my, I would say first, first love. Was so George Aaron Harrison. is the shortest love of your yeah. life. <laughs> no. I think George Harrison's tall, isn't he? Yeah. He's taller than me? No, no, he's not. Oh, but, oh I uh, thought he was tall. Um, it was the first album that I bought with my own money. Yep. I remember I was in sixth grade. I walked to the record store, which used to be called the warehouse, and then it was bought out by Blocks, Blockbuster Music. Um, walked by myself. Stupid move. Bad neighborhood. Sixth grade. Stupid. But came home, played from front to back, reading the liner notes that yeah. came in with that album. Um, but uh, I, I actually learned how to play guitar by listening to the Beatles albums. So uh, this one was was marked for me because it was the first Beatles album that I bought for myself. Um, and my favorite song off of that is While My Guitar Gently Weeps, which is a George Harrison song. Yep. And I have some real, mm-hmm. um, I have stupid trivia, sorry. But <laughs> George Harrison was married to Patty Boyd. Uh, who later then left him for Eric Clapton. Yep. Eric Clapton played the lead guitar on While My, Gen- My, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Yeah. Classic bros before hoes story. So. <laughs> right. Well, 
She is the, uh, Patty Boyd is the person who Layla is written yes. about. Yes. And Wonderful Tonight is written about. Yes. She has had the most rock songs, I yeah. believe, yeah. in history recorded about her. Because people were saying, isn't Layla a, one of the greatest rock songs ever? And you go, it's not even the best song about Patty Boyd. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right so the, okay, so the, we were, me and Mo were talking about this just yesterday. Would you want a famous, like if you were in a relationship with a famous artist and you broke up and they wrote a song about you, yeah. would you like, how would you feel? Would you like that? Or would you not like that? So you, what if you were, let's say we're in no doubt yeah. and uh -huh. Gwen Stefani wrote a song <laughs> and about, I was the bassist hey, and, and I, you were the bassist <laughs> yeah. and then Gwen Stefani wrote a, a song about how much she hated you about how much it be, and how yeah. it became such a big hit. And then it becomes a huge hit and you got to play it every effing night. Uh-huh. That would suck. I think it would suck a little bit. To be honest, I, I think it would suck just a little bit. And then you'd get you'd, over you it. You would cash the check. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. get over it. Yeah. And see, that's what I said. I was like, as it's like, chip me off my 10, 20%. I don't care. Yeah. I don't think you make that much on because Gwen Stefani wrote the song. I think she actually makes the money. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're in the band, but so yeah. okay. So here's a little antidote about your album. I know how much that album means to you because yeah. when I think of the White Album, I think of you because at one point when you moved here from Oakland, you thought you lost it and you thought yes. it was just gone that away. Actual, yes. I had it. On, I had album. it on um, on vinyl. Well, I had it on vinyl, right? Yeah. So she thought she just left. She left it and just lost it. And she, I mean, she I, was heartbroken for months. And that then original I, copy you bought yeah. in sixth yeah. grade. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you then, haven't rebought it on 180 grams and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, good no, she, idea for a gift. Yeah. yeah. One of those collector editions. <laughs> so there, I forget where we're at. And then one day, like we're at the house and she just kind of screams and I'm like, fuck, what's wrong? And she comes out holding the white album. She's like, I found it. I was I've, like, yeah. Oh my so God. Let me, let me ask you. So I'm obviously an old music junkie. Um, the white album is in reverse order. Were you a, so you did you do that with the Beatles? Are you just an old, uh, later? Beatles no, junkie? I I was from she loves she loves you so too. So did you go reverse order, or did you just consume it all at once? Because obviously you weren't alive when the Beatles come out. No. For the record, neither was I. So the, I was the, alive when the White Album came out, but I was like five. So the first album that I was introduced to, my dad had this on vinyl, which was Rubber Soul. Yeah. And so that's Such how a cool I. Album. It, it's a great album. Yeah. I, I I still have it. I kept it and there's, you could see where Your I dad must be really generous. <laughs> yeah. Well, he knew that I loved it. He, he was like, you, you, you loved, loved it. it. And it's so cute because when he doesn't know what to get me for, for, for gifts, when he didn't know what to get me for gifts, he would get me something with the Beatles on it. Oh, it was nice. the cutest thing. Um, but if we look at it, you can probably still see the indentation of the heart that I drew around George Harrison's face on the back. So what is it about just, since we're talking, what is it about George Harrison? Oh, he was the quiet one. He, he, his, he just, you can tell there was a lot behind him. He was the quiet one in the background, but he, his, his songs were just a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, so just, I share your love of in particular while, uh, while my guitar gently yeah. weeps. It is to me, one of the great songs ever written. Right. Just so beautiful. Yeah. And so, so awesome. And for me, I, there was just this, I, I was, I was, I was telling you the story about how 
my my mom saw me crying uh <laughs> listening to Roy Orbison's crying we were on the radio because I was that child I was just a very romantic very so all of these like desperate love uh just longing type of of songs um songs about heartbreak those just spoke to me um a lot and because I had I had this realization that I would never meet George Harrison and I would never like seems, he would never bump into like me and, and you know <laughs> fall in love with me that uh he seems old for you yeah he seemed old for you but uh but you were okay with that I, I was convinced sixth grade I was convinced convinced okay so, so uh as I understand the story and I know it's true for Ringo because I've heard Ringo say it but I've heard that they used to have one George Harrison song on the Beatles mm -hmm. albums and one Ringo's. Yeah. So and that, that and was. So for the record, the Harrison song was always better. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. It had the most feeling to it. He was, he was, he was a very gifted uh, writer. I, I'm a big George right. Harrison fan. So, so do you listen to the Beatles channel on Sirius XM? I do. The only thing that really upsets me about that is that sometimes every now, every now and then there will just be a non-Beatles song coming on yeah so i don't really listen to that as much but uh i'll i'll go back and listen to their older stuff like yeah. help and revolver and yeah. uh, you know all of that it's just one of those comforting uh, things for me so great I, choice I, yeah so i grew up with them they'll always be my number one we've got i say we she has got the og george harrison and um bob, uh, marley. bob marley poster like the original from, the, from from Bangladesh? No, 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 not from Bangladesh. It was from a, a concert in London, I believe. Yeah. But it was actually gifted to me from my brother-in-law, Will, who was on one of your earlier shows here. Mm -hmm. He he owns a barbershop here in in Arkansas. Um, but he knew that I loved George Harrison. He he stumbled across this poster that was folded up. <laughs> And I don't think he realized how much it meant to me. And I've kept it all these years. And I showed him just recently when he came over that we finally framed yeah, it. Like we went and got it. Like we there had it, it in a frame, but we actually went and got yeah. it like professionally framed. Yeah. Swank. And it, my archival awesome. paper and everything. Yeah. So that, because I was just putting into in shitty frames and <laughs> constantly getting, you know, almost torn yeah. that you could see where the creases are. But I finally have it mounted. Yeah. Um, well the, the lady was like, oh, is this a print? I was like, no, that's an OG. Yeah. So whatever it costs it costs yeah so yeah. It, it's it is what it is yeah yeah so awesome i know how much she she's if if george harrison was to reincarnate and come back and form herself i know like bye any, no <laughs> yeah any uh clunkers on the white album oh fuck yeah obla di obla da fuck that song <laughs> yes you know when and that's a ringo star song I, you know i'm sorry ringo <laughs> but that song just crawls up my spine yeah so. Somebody has to be. First of all, I'm a Ringo Star fan, so I like Ringo. Really? I think he's fun. He is what he is. Yeah. But he's also the least talented. <clears throat> I, I think that's the best way to say it. he is what he is. He is what he is. <laughs> he's the least talented Beatle. But for the record, you have three of the most talented musicians yeah. that ever play music, and then you maybe have like a top hundred. Yeah. <laughs> right. But right. On, the, the the endearing thing about Ringo is that there was an uh, He just uh, seems to be going along and having yeah, fun. But there was an interview with him back in the 60s or something like that that I remember cuz of course I was consuming everything Beatles where he acknowledged that he was the least talented. And I was like, "Oh, you poor At poor least thing." He was self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't seem to care much about it. No. Like he was like going, <laughs> "No. Hey, I'm number 4 on the Beatles." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take what you get. <laughs> You're not 
So that that is yes. really okay. the the clunker. The, the clunker. Yeah. Okay. I, I I trip on that one every single time. Yeah. So. All right. So the uh, guitar gently weeps going on the list. That's a great song. Yes. Okay. The if you've heard the Jeff Healy version. Oof, 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 oof. There's a there was a, a tele- one of my favorite uh, covered songs. Really, one of those like Hallelujah that people cover, and you just I love to see the way people explore that song. Yeah, there was a, a look up on YouTube for the the, the listeners out there. Look up um, uh, George Harrison's. I, I forget what they what concert this was or performance this was, but his son Donnie was um, singing the song, and then at the end, um, in comes Prince playing the the lead guitar and that one will just knock your socks off yep it's why prince is widely considered such a great one of the reasons renaissance man true renaissance man yep played every instrument yep amen all right aaron (sighs) all right so i'm gonna say this will probably be the weakest of my five possibly okay um but it's also the longest um and it's not even really one of my favorite bands, um, but this this era is when it really started. It got me into rock. Um, I growing up, it was a lot of s- smooth jazz and gospel and contemporary stuff. So I had to kind of like listen to the devil's music on the side and. The 90s, my my list is going to be heavy 90s. So I will, I'll just go ahead and say that. The 90s is what really got me in into, I got to form my own distinction of what music is and everything. Um, so my first one is, I'm going with the Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. uh, Melancholy, and the Infinite, Infinite Sadness. So that's it's a, a good, that's a great it's one. It's a double album, so it's long. I never owned it um, just because I never had the avenue of getting it. So I could only listen to the songs that were on the radio um, and there were some big time songs, big time songs on this one. So you had bullet with butterfly wings, 1979. Um, my favorite music video is tonight, tonight, just because they, they redid from the the very first movie, um, like a trip to a trip, trip to the to moon. moon. Yeah. They kind of redid it in their own way. That was a beautiful um, video. Yeah. Zero. I mean, this was an awesome album, a double album. So it's a, it's a long one. Mm. So this one has a few more, what we say clunkers on it. But, More room. but, but this one just kind of, this was coming in that weird time. I think it was like 95 when this came out. So you're right in the middle of the grunge movement going into that alternative rock movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I, we joke about Billy Corgan a lot, how he just looks damp. Oh yeah. And he just like, it looks he, like he's just moist yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. So he's like it, but, but. I know you like their guitars a lot because you've seen them oh, in concert uh-huh. so many times. And no, I, I didn't see them in concert. No, oh, I did okay. not see them in concert. So I've never been able to see them in concert, but I know you had a little I more access to I would have loved to, to. yeah. But, but again, like this, like you and I have a lot, we share a lot of the same music. When we're driving, we're always listening to uh, Lithium, mm-hmm. the, the 90s grunge and alternative channel on, yeah. on, t- on uh, radio. But this one, this one kind of hearing these songs on the radio is what got me like, oh man, like hearing a guitar like that and hearing his very distinct voice. Yeah. It's it's not the best, but there's something to it right. that resonated with me. But this one for me, Tonight Tonight, that's the song that really opened up the door of what 
90s music was to me. Yeah. And it was the video because it was so appealing and just seeing, like, I love period piece movies and just seeing them yeah. dressed up in that, what in that year, old garb. What year did that album come out? 95. It came out in 95. Out in 95. It was a double CD, triple LP album. Yeah. yeah. So that. Uh, 28 even, songs. 28 songs. That yeah. time with MTV. four CDs. MTV was, there were some rocking videos mm-hmm. coming out, beautiful videos coming out. So yeah. the. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. But this so, is yes, but this is when it's this, this is going from when the radio airwaves were heavy with uh, Nirvana and heavy with uh, Pantera and heavy with a bunch of those other, of what the of what you kind of think of what the '90s is. But theirs was still so distinctly heavy. Like I, like Zero, I remember listening to that at the at the skate park so many times. And like a buddy of mine had a zero skateboard and I was so jealous. I would think that that particular album was the pumpkins actually trying to, or starting to reinvent themselves. It was. Or maybe not even reinvent, but just bring new life to their music. It was a little different from their, from their other stuff. It was almost toned down a little bit. Yeah. Because a little it, bit more melodic because and, it, because it started out with that like real operatic yeah, cellos and and violins yeah. and then it goes right into tonight tonight yeah. and then from it, from that it goes into um what's the song it goes into 33 right? no no oh so right from tonight tonight to jelly belly jelly belly is hard yeah. like they bring it hard and then it goes right back into 1979 where it's it does it slows down it's a little more melodic which then ramps back up to zero. So it's a lot of this album ebb and flow yeah. the whole way. Yeah, I agree with that. And then and then also this goes into a conversation that we were having just a couple of days ago about particular voices, right? Mm-hmm. So Billy Corgan, not the greatest voice, but no. it's very distinctive. Distinctive. And you you love the band and the music mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were even saying, like, uh, who else? Like Lou Reed, mm-hmm. Velvet Underground. Just very distinctive voices, although they weren't the greatest. Bob Dylan, let's face it. Right. Not the greatest voice. <laughs> right. But songwriting, I mean, yeah. there, there's just those voices that you hear that. Um, who's another one? I don't know. There has to be. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. Um, yeah, but it just, for for his voice, it was scratchy, rough. Yeah, but almost, but whiny at the same time, and it just but it fit. It did fit. It fit that. It you fit you that can't era. put any other singer in Pumpkins. No, you can't. No. Because he he can hit. It was definitely higher. He had he had an, a higher octave than yeah. a lot of people, but it it just worked. So like the out al- this album on Spotify, they don't have just the normal twenty eight album. They have. The f- a full 92 song album that's five and a half hours long where it has mm. demos it has unreleases it has wow. uh, like electronic pe- stuff that they've worked yeah, on they, so if you go to wikipedia they have like three different releases the original lps was actually in a different order than mm-hmm. the cds you got and so there there's like and then they have like what you're talking about with with spotify it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting all right that's a good choice. So I'm going um, tonight, tonight on that one. Billy Corgan, Chicago boy, um, and uh, was at a festival I was at, um, and I heard it. Um, I'm not sure that I remember much of it. Might have. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't on your radar. No, um, um, the pumpkins were on my radar. We listened to, listen, uh, I like the Smashing Pumpkins. I think that's a really good choice. Um, I enjoy them very much, but um, I'm, 
um, for whatever reason, was not paying attention at that moment. <laughs> College. No. 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 <laughs> Just, I'm stopping. <laughs> so. Um, Plead the fifth. Uh, whatever, the sixth. Whatever's yeah. higher than the fifth. <laughs> um, so. Moving uh, on, moving, moving on. Moving on, moving along. Um, so that's a good choice. Smash Pumpkin's strong. Um, um, so that that's a good one. What's in, what song did you pick? Tonight, 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 tonight. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go to the next um, uh, obvious one for me. I think I've said this to people: um, Your Beatles, I'm yes. a Stones. Yep. Um, and so uh, Stones, I didn't have an album, and so um, it could have been a lot. It could have been Sticky Fingers. It could have been there's there's a ton. My favorite Stones of all uh, song of all time is Paint It Black. Oh, my God. Um, just yeah. the driving right. rhythm of that song um, and the, and the uh, imagery um, and the, the theme of that song is just, one of, to me, one of the great songs of all times. But um, I chose Let It Bleed. Okay. And I listened to it on the way up again. I listened to every Stones album from the era of Stones that I liked twice because I was unsure. <laughs> And uh, every single song except for two you recognize from the opening riff. You have Give Me Shelter. You have Love in Vain. It's a good one. You have Country Honk. She Blew My Doors, and then She Blew My Mind. One of the great songs. I just can't seem to drink her off my mind. I mean, just the, 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 the lyrics, the country, bluesy rock. Mm-hmm. Keith Richards, it is pure guitar best. Yeah. In all, there's like three yeah. or four albums when he's just, he was apparently still alive at this point and, and <laughs> had been preserved. But the, but, but the, <laughs> no, it's like he's still alive. He, but, he been, <laughs> just hasn't been preserved. He hasn't been pickled yet. Yeah, pickled. <laughs> but uh, live with me, let it bleed. Yeah. I mean, Let It Bleed is such, I mean, the the, the title track, um, Midnight Rambler, um, you can't always get what you want, uh-huh. but you get what you need. And, and we've all heard that song. And the, just the, the sort of the halting and the guitar riff that winds around. Mick Jagger's the example mm-hmm. of, you want to talk about a guy whose voice isn't beautiful, but is distinctive and it fits for the stones jagger was that next one that we were talking about we were talking about because we were talking about dylan because david crosby said Mm -hmm. he saw him in like the 60s in like a little writer's uh, symposium where they were were doing a little writer's thing and he said who is this guy this voice i why is this guy on stage and then he heard the words and he said i quit (laughs) (laughs) okay so i stones to me um there's a 10 or 15 year period where you could pick any album you want. I'm not going to argue with you about the albums. You want Sticky Fingers. You want uh, Beggar's Banquet. Uh, you want any of those albums. Um, I'm going to go fine. This yeah. is the one I chose. Um, the song to me off of here is uh, Country Honk. That's my favorite um, because it's the most country of all these. So, okay. <laughs> um, and I just have always loved the guitar work that Keith has on that. Um, um, but that, that's mine. Um, uh, I think we all acknowledge how great Keith Richards is, but you, you look at his work on this album and the couple around it 
Um, and he, he, he's just, I think he's underappreciated. He's yeah. not mentioned in the Clapton and all that stuff. This is what great <laughs> blues gu- uh, guitar looks like. Great rock blues guitar looks like. It looks like Keith Richards. Okay. Okay. I can't argue with that. I mean, I, I, I wasn't a, a big Stones fan, yeah. but I really can't argue with that. Yeah, I, I think that's how it always, it, it comes down to two categories. Like you said, you're the Beatles or you're Stones. Yeah. And, and growing up, it was, I was Beatles. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love the Beatles. I, I, I'm not one of those guys who like <clears throat> on the Beatles. They're a little cleaner. Exactly. <laughs> and the, the Stones, stones are, are, are a little, little dirty. Yeah, they're dirty. They sing about things that are um, a little on the raunchy <laughs> side. Yeah. But the guitar is to me what is the difference. Mm-hmm. Harrison is, is elegant and um, is really, really precise and in all those things that are very ethereal right he's like you you pick my guitar and that's such a it's such a beautiful elegant song Mm -hmm. that's what's so great about that song is it's it's elegant and then but you hear country honk and then you it's like we're we're in a we're in a honky tuck on saturday night and he's he's sweating his ass off and it's like it's the blues this is what it's all about yeah and that's why I love this song. Yeah, it was grimy and sweaty and all that. And I, I, I get it. I can appreciate that. That's the difference. When people say the difference between the Beatles and the Stones, that's the difference. Yeah. It's, it's what kind of guitar you like. Yep. And I like, I like my guitar a little on the, on, the, on the raunchy side. Okay. So my next one. So this, I debated about whether or not you guys would consider this rock. Okay. But fuck right. you. Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. The Pointer Sisters, actually. No. <laughs> Which, for the record, I love both of them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Metallica. Yes. Self-titled. Oh, sure. Metallica, 1991. Sure. Uh, solid all the way through for me. And I listened to it again going like, I, I can't not put this oh. on my top Wh- five. Which album? Metallica. Okay. So... Of that, my favorite song would be The Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. It was the first video that I remember ever seeing on MTV. And so I remember catching it and just being transfixed yeah. by the music, the song, and act, the actual video. So, I mean, James, so when is that album released? 1991. Right. And okay. I just realized that my list is actually in chron- chronological order. But, um, yeah, so that to me is a solid album all the way through it was this this interesting sound to me it was harder than anything i'd ever listened to before so that opened me up to other um harder i i I don't know if this is metal would you consider this metal first of all i consider metal rock yeah but it is but i i I think i think they're well within the rock okay yeah well yeah no i debated metallica for my list they didn't make my list but I think that album is a, is a is an amazing album. James Hetfield, al- almost sixty years old, hottie with a body, right, guys? Is Let's that, face it. I think that's what the the kids say, Zaddy. Nowadays. Yeah, Zaddy. Zaddy. Ten out of ten. <coughs> Wood bang. Yes or no? Yes no, or no? I'm a no. <laughs> I, I think that's the question. No. <laughs> Is that why you like me? Because <laughs> you look like James Hetfield? No, because no. like, 
it, it, I, you're a zaddy. Okay, okay no, no, you're no, not no, no. a zaddy. What I'm saying is like, bang you either. like he is a very he's when you think of a rocker, you think of him. God, he's hot. But like you and I, when you look at us, it doesn't look like we're a couple. Yeah. So you like all my tattoos. You you don't mind the big beard and long hair and all yeah. the and the all black and everything. I'm starting to see why. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm down. Yeah. With it, he was a thing for me, and this one was. It was one of those that those light bulbs that came up going like, I, I how can I have forgotten about this yeah. masterpiece? Yep. So, so what what all what all songs are on there? So Sandman, Inner Sandman, um, the oh I have it up here, Sad Inner? but True, Unforgiven, um, Nothing Else Matters is on that. Nothing else yeah. matters. I mean that that is there any clunkers on that album? For me, I listened to it again yesterday. No. I wouldn't think so either. No. It is salt. The guitars on that heavy, solid, just clean. Clean. It is clean. The the video His vocals too are are tight. One of the craziest videos. And it hasn't changed. Mm. No, his voice still sounds the same. Yeah. Sounds great. One of the craziest videos is of them playing I don't know if it was Russia or USSR, but I think it was whenever whenever the Soviet Union broke up. So it might've been in the Soviet Union when there's like maybe 5 million people Uh there and they start playing inner Sandman and you just see millions of people just start jumping and everything. And that's just one of the craziest YouTube videos I have ever seen. And just hearing millions of people start singing. Cause like, it, it, was only, that, was that the first time that Metallica had ever played there? In, in, there yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I th- so I think it was right at the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. So that's, that's when what, they would have allowed, that's when they would have allowed it. So, in, so just seeing just literally seas of people. Mm-hmm. So the, the strange part is, and I've, I've told Aaron this and I probably said on the podcast before is both inner Sandman and, um, and, uh, a couple other uh, Metallica songs, are on regular rotation in the mm-hmm. in the bumper music of country concerts. Yeah, it yeah, is strange. <clears throat> One of the things that is amazing about the world today is the democratization of music. Where we used to have to listen. You guys don't remember this, but back in the day, you had country stations, you had rock stations, and you really had to f- really force yourself to be multi sort of um, different types of music. You had to work at it, right? Yeah. And so now with the interwebs, you just listen to whatever the heck you want. You create your own playlists and all that stuff. And like you'll you know, like you know, like when we're at a big festival, you'll hear Eminem go into Metallica, go into George Strait, go into whatever. <laughs> and and people in the crowd will go nuts for all of it. Because you know, People your age listen to all of it, right? And love all of it. And so I think Metallica is one of those things where if you grew up in the 90s or you were mm-hmm. of music age, yeah, most people like Metallica. I'm a big Metallica fan. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> I remember when they were starting out and they were very cultish. You guys probably don't remember that. But when they first, when they were first coming out, they were very cultish. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's back, they back whenever like, they had... Uh, 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 and I, Peter, I petered out on that one. Right. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I, I want to throw a name out there, but it's not right. But yes. Dave Mustaine. Dave, Dave, Dave Mustaine. Mustaine. Yep. Yeah, whenever he was the original uh, guitarist and everything. And it just, yeah. So what they... And then they crossed over, and mm-hmm. then there was a weird sort of... 
are they sellouts moment and all that stuff. And 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 he's like, yeah, we sell out every night. Yeah, <laughs> we right. sell out every stadium every night. Yeah, that's again, that's the, right that's on. an album or that's a band that has gone through decades, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Their latest release was like two thousand like fifteen or something like that. Yeah, I mean, hell, they played here not too terribly long ago. I mean, it was just. Their festival, um, uh, I mean, they play festivals a ton, and they sell out huge. The one thing I would have liked to see, so whenever they had um, the bus wreck that killed the original bassist, and then they got the second one, when they're going through um, trials, Les Claypool, who is known as the Primus. Main, as name from, from Primus, he... He was somebody who was on the sh- he was on the short list to become part of the band. I would have loved to hear like yeah. what Metallica would have sounded like with a little bit more slap bass and just oh gosh, l- less, so different. Yeah, with Les Claypool's style because he is a very. I mean, if you heard Primus, you know his voice is very again weird, not fitting in. Like it doesn't sound the best, but it it fits for yeah. that. But just the way he plays, mm-hmm. like it would have been crazy to see how he does. Metallica. Oh, to be honest, I don't think it would have worked. I don't think he would have played that way. It would have gone with yeah. the would have been I think he was destined to be in yeah, Primus. Just in Primus, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So what song is going on the list? Unforgiven. Unforgiven. All right, cool. Faux show. All right. Faux show. So we're going to mine. So this is the um, the newest album. I, I would say this is the earliest or the, the latest. I don't know how to... Justin Timberlake or... Yeah. <laughs> this one uh, came out, I believe, in... Let's see. It came out in 2014. Ooh. Um, so it's <laughs> fairly newer. Um, but it's a band who, for the Rockheads, people love. They are cherished in this genre, and they don't get the love that they should. Um but I love them. They've had a bunch of albums, but this one I'm going with Mastodon, uh, one more time ra- or once more around the sun. Okay. Um, Mastodon is just, they are just the 20 teens, 2010s now rock group that they're, they're big, but they're still, I feel they're still like under ground a little bit. Like they've been on, all the late night shows they've been in the big, you know, ven- venues and concerts and stuff like that. But they're like the group where they all look like the coolest uncles, I guess would be the way I can't say I'm familiar with them. Mastodon is amazing. So this album, it's their sixth studio album. They, they started in 2000. So this is their sixth one, which is, it's a, it's a direct, um, like correlation to their fifth album called the Hunter. So this album picks up, kind of like right where the hunter ends this one picks up okay so while they were while they were re- recording this one this album has a lot to deal with death and stuff like that because they they had just in their group of circles like friends and stuff they just some some people died they were close to them but it became a very it's a little mathy rock um, it's technical but also just it's 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 so hard to describe Macedon because there's no lead singer, but there's three singers: the drummer, the bassist, and the guitarist. Some songs don't have but one. Some have all three. Some will only have two. So there's no one. There's no one true lead singer, but there's three vocalists with other. The, mm. I mean, with 
I'm yeah. sure that you've, I'm sure you, that I've heard it when you're, you know, uh-huh. listening to it, but I can't, I can't uh, tell you what I, yeah. what they sound like or anything like that. So, so I, I'll listen to them. Their albums have, every album has some, has some, has some amazing ones, but like this one, I wouldn't call their lesser songs clunkers. I just don't feel like they're as strong, but they're still really, really good. Okay. Um, it's kind of like Dave Matthews. Like I don't, I think every Dave Matthews song is amazing, but there, there has to, out of a 10 song list, there has to be a number 10 kind of thing. And that's what I kind of put with, with Mastodon. Um, but for me, they have two of their best songs ever come off of this, this album called, and it's the mother load and, uh, asleep in the deep. But the mother load is just out of this world. One of the best. It has some of the best riffs. And then the the music video. Um, it's hard to describe. So everybody here just watch the music video for the mother load. This is when I wish Beavis and Butthead was still around. So whenever they were like watching music videos and talk about it, I really wish like Beavis and Butthead was around so they would play this and they would talk about it because I would love to hear that. So I don't even want it to like, well, after we're done, I'll like, I'll throw it up on screen and show it. But it's, it is Mm. bonkers. That is the only way to describe it. Okay. But Macedon, fucking amazing rock band. Um, And they don't get the love that they should. Okay. So I've not heard of them. Yeah, I have nothing to say, but I'm curious about it. Uh, it's just, yeah. Ooh. So metal, okay. what would what, how would you classify them? Hard rock. Hard rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, there's no like electronic. It's just it's two guitars, a bass player, a drummer. The drummer is like a fucking octopus. What he does with his kit while singing at the same time and sounding perfect is unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. it's I mean, his kit. It's a 50 piece kit. I mean, he, and he's like just, rush. Oh my God. It's not, <laughs> not, not as big as rush. Um, but he has a big kit, but then he sings while he does what he does. Yeah. And he's, he's arguably when people talk about amazing drummers, he's easily top 20, maybe okay. even top 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bands that are like that. The band had four, three or four people who would sing, and mm-hmm. just whoever, whatever song, right? Levon uh, Helms would sing mm-hmm. some songs, the drummer, and then yeah, and then obviously Rob. You Rob. If you can, yeah, there's there's like I mean, you know, the the Eagles, Eagles, um, same way. Yep. Uh, a you is another metal band that a lot of people don't know of, but the lead, the lead, one of the lead singers is the drummer. Um, there's to drum and to sing at the same time yeah. and, to keep, and to keep, yeah, Genesis, uh, Phil Collins, yeah. uh, to keep that, the, just the voice, right? Oh, your brain is working on so many cylinders. Yeah. I, that, that's, <laughs> that's that is like, a true skill. Like you almost don't want to think you just have to do. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yep. There for the record, uh, before and after lead singers, Genesis. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Popularity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I guess that works. Yeah. Peter Gabriel. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sledgehammer. Yeah. I love Peter. I love old school Genesis. <laughs> Number three. <clears throat> Number three um, uh, is uh, also was obviously the artist and the, the album, um, uh, which is um, because of my era, uh, Van Halen, Van Halen. Uh-huh. Um, yep. 
this is, uh, you know, I could mess around with the album if I wanted to, but we, when we were giving each other albums back and forth, this one is just top to bottom. Now there is a couple covers on here. Um, uh, and, uh, with, uh, you really got me, which is one of the big singles on here. Um, obviously a little different than the way the kinks did it, but, um, but not that much different. Um, but you got feel your love tonight and Jamie's crying. Um, I love ice cream man, which is also an, a, a cover, but is, it, is that the one I chose? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, you got a little dreamer. Um, <clears throat> you got, uh, running with the devil and eruption with Eddie really coming out. This mm-hmm. is their, their opening. Uh, this is their debut album. Um, I, I do like Sammy, um, with, uh, Van Halen, they were more serious. Um, and they, they had different types of songs. They were a little more musical. They were whatever. This is lighthearted fun Van Halen. Yeah. yeah. I remember listening to this at parties in high school and in college. Yeah. Um, uh, this is such a great album. I didn't realize it came out in 78, 78. Um, so there were several surprises on the years for me because to be honest, this one I knew was um, just before high school started for me. So I wasn't sure if it was 78, 79, or 80. Because um, I think of early 80s. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I knew it was just before high school for me. So I knew what, I, I had a feeling it wasn't in the 80s. Um, you know, obviously uh, Van Halen is one of those bands um, that really sp- spurred that next generation of artists coming in like poison and all mm-hmm. those they mm-hmm. they really based themselves I, you know i know they did the makeup stuff and all the new york doll stuff but what they were um really capturing was van halen's fun that they had in this album i think to me is the great example of it it's all the fun it's all the seriousness of the guitar. It's Eddie being Eddie, right? Which is, Eddie is all the greatness of his guitar work, but it's also that sort of lightheartedness of the way he plays guitar. Um, I just love this album. Is there, has there, not has there, is there a better debut album for an artist? Or bigger, maybe say bigger. So I, I think you could argue Led Zeppelin One is a pretty fantastic album. Um, I think you, um, I, I'd have to really sit down and look at. Yeah, I mean there. that's another show. Yeah, <laughs> that's this another is, show. This is this is a balls to the wall uh, de- debut for sure. So strong debut. Yeah. Um, and in mine on here, it could be a lot of things. It's not going to be Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Because Aaron's already chosen that, and so um, to me, it really comes down to uh, a couple: "Running with the Devil," um, or "You Re- You Really Got Me" by Ray. You know, with the with the Kinks tie-in. I love the Kinks. I just love. Got to pick one. You got to pick one. I'm going to pick "Running with the Devil" okay. because it's nice. really Eddie's guitar work. Would Van Halen be as big if they were called Lee Roth? <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Van Halen is uh, one of the coolest band names. It, yeah. It is. It's just it very is. cool. So running with the devil. Okay. Yep. All right. So my third 
this was a toss-up. The third was a toss-up between two bands, and I, I threw the other band out. I kind of want to say which other band I threw out because it's such a... That's fine. Okay. So the, initially I was going to pick Nirvana. Um, How can you throw Nirvana out? Okay, so this is the reason why. Because um, the album sucks. So Nevermind, of course, is a, is a great album. It, it was definitive for that time. Yeah, It's a great def- album. In Bloom was my favorite song on that one. But I had to pick Pearl Jam over that. Substance over novelty. Okay. Nirvana was great, but I am going to be brutally honest. Kurt Cobain was not the greatest lyricist. The lyrics there were just mm, questionable. Great music. Lyrics to me, did not really, uh, you, you read some of their lyrics, like, what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. But I, of course, I love Nirvana. I love all of their, In Utero, that's a solid album. Grew up listening to it. But Pearl Jam for me, Eddie Vedder, again, Boner City for me. Which, which album from? 10. Okay. So my favorite song on that. <laughs> Is Boner City a song? Is Boner City? <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, Black is my favorite song. And this was another one of where it was just like this desperation, this uh, this really um, dramatic song for me. And one of the lyrics is, um, I know someday you'll have a beautiful life. I know you'll be a star in someone else's sky, but why can't it be mine? Like, ugh. Deep. Yep. Tears. So when you, weeping. When you, when you think of Pearl Jam, what do you think of? Besides my huge boner? Um... <laughs> My wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, which one is this? The which one has the? Uh... Uh, no, no, don't. What did I tell you about those buttons? <laughs> yes, same thing. I tell them about the buttons. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I think about when I? Okay, so like when I think of Pearl Jam, uh huh. I never really. Again, I didn't really get into my type of music until the mid '90s or even a little bit later. But when I think of Pearl Jam, I think of Clarissa Explains It All, the TV show, because oh, because because it seemed like Jesus. because it seemed like every episode, what's his name, climbed up into the window, and he was like, "Hey, I have tickets for Pearl Jam. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Who in the fuck?" Well, I, didn't, well, I didn't say fuck back then, um, but I was like, I was like, "Who has tickets to like a concert for the same band like every week?" So I didn't know who Pearl Jam was, and then when I finally heard him, I'm like, "Wow, this is like, I can't believe he had." So I don't know. It's it's stupid. It's weird. But that's what I, when I think of Pearl Jam, I think of I, when, when I, I was think little. of Pearl Jam. I don't think about Clarissa explains it all. Although I remember watching that yes, show. But you also remember so like the, the friend always asking uh, yes, Clarissa so up on the ladder. Yeah. yeah, that creepy kid yeah. coming up. But that yeah. so. But no, no, I don't think of it only of that now. But then because I've never heard of them before because I didn't have an yeah. avenue to listen to them. That's so okay. So when I think about Pearl Jam, the reason why I love George Harrison is because of that. That there, there's, there's th- that person is an onion. There, there's more to yeah. the story there. Like their emotions run deep, and that's what I think about when I when I think about Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Again, another hottie with a body. Sorry. Yeah. So. Ten out of ten would bang. At least you have a so. type. At least, you, at least you have a type. I do have a well, type. You do. He doesn't have a beard, does he? He does now. He does now. I'll, I'll say that everybody has a beard. Eddie's now for the hair record. back in the day. Yeah, that was some. Yeah, man, those are some nice locks. Yeah, a, I mean, 
See, him I and agree Chris with Cornell. Him. I must say, Chris Cornell too. Yeah. Chris Cornell was strong. <laughs> I dated a guy. My my first real boyfriend had really long hair before he met me, and it was that lovely Chris Cornell, yeah. this long curly, yeah, nice, beautiful locks. So but, if I if I was to cut my hair off, but you've seen me with short hair too. Yeah. But do you? What do you like? What do you like? So better? right now, you're the length of your. I'm really loving the length of your hair. Okay. I love it. It's like I'm not even here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it keep it this length. I yeah. like it. All right. What song are you adding to it? Ten, uh, Black. Black? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, from first of all, I, I incur, I, I'm encouraged. I agree with you about, I could not agree with you more about Nirvana versus, <clears throat> versus Eddie Vedder. Or, or, or I think uh, Pearl Jam. I think the difference in those two bands is night and day. Yeah. I think it's it's significant. Mm-hmm. See, and when I think of grunge, <clears throat> Pearl Jam is what it is. But I know, like, they say, like... Because I think Pearl Jam is a significant band. Mm-hmm. And I think Nirvana is... And I, I don't mean to be callous about it. Because of the situation, Yeah, they are caught in a moment of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and maybe they would have become that. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know that for yeah. sure. I think I think Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam are to me the significant band that came out of that. To be honest with you, out of those guys, the Foo's are the meaningful band. Oh yeah, because the Foo's are awesome. Yep. And <clears throat> to to be honest with you, they're way more interesting to me than Nirvana is. Yeah, absolutely. Because. Because they've got to grow and expand yeah. and live, and that's the, yeah. the that's the weirdness of caught in the well, moment. Who for... knew that the gem that they had with Dave Grohl? I mean, he was a great drummer, mm-hmm. right? But, but that then... he was actually great at all of that. Yeah, at all of those things. Yeah. So yeah, and absolutely. so I agree with that. And the the thing I think about when I think about Pearl Jam is that brutal song, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> obviously. Um, that song for a lot of people is that video. That video yeah. is just horrific, yep. and the story behind that <clears throat> is horrific, and, yep. and and all that. So, well, since you busted that nut, let's go ahead and get to it. Foo Fighters, color in the shape, color in the yeah. shape. That was one where I was like, Dave "Oh, Grow. dang! I should have put Grow. that on mine." <laughs> Dave Grow is one of the great musicians still. of that generation, and still, yeah. still he, is. The, He's amazing and yeah. funny. And interesting yes. and all those things that make that an onion yeah. you want to peel. Right. So, so this album kicked off another album. Like we were talking and then I we were sitting back here and I showed you. And you were asking me like, what do you listen to? And I just showed you. And you're like, oh, fuck. I forgot. Yes. I was like, nope, it's on my list. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So for <laughs> like the record. You get to have that one. The, the, the expression they use in country music is that's a cowboy I'd like to climb. Okay. That's I'm giving you that, and so so that's so you can stop saying boner. <laughs> so you can stop saying boner. That's a cowboy I'd like I, to climb. I don't think that I'll, I'll ever stop saying boner. All right. Okay. You want to talk so. about a solid album from Oof. front to back? Yep. I'm just going to go through the whole list. Opens up with Doll, slow, just with very pretty, just with girl's voice. Mm. Ugh. Right into Monkey Wrench, to Hey Johnny Park, to My Poor Brain, to Wind Up. To up in arms, another slower one that gets heavy, yes. and then into my hero, which yeah. is just—I got chills just saying my hero. One of the best songs ever. Yeah. Into another slow one of see you, enough space, February stars. Into one of the greatest songs ever written of Everlong, uh, walking yeah. after you, new way home, and then finishing off 
with the title track of The Color and the Shape. Yeah. From front to back, all 51 solid. minutes that is, is so just solid. hitting. Yeah. I love the video so of what, him so, recording it with, uh, doing it live with his daughter, my, uh-huh. my hero. Aww. My hero live is such a killer live track. Okay, so actually, it, uh, look for this video if you can find it. It's just Dave Grohl, Everlong on Howard Stern. Haunting. Yeah. Absolutely that. haunting. Howard Stewart, for the record, Howard Stern, I'm not a big Howard Stern fan, but his music, when he has people on, is spectacular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not up for the the weird yeah, right, talk, right. whatever stuff, but that's fine. I'm not judging. It's just not my thing. Um, but in uh, no way criticizing Howard Stern. His appreciation of music and the way he records the musical stuff when he has people come in, like he has uh, Lisa Loeb come in and talks about stay. And <clears throat> I've seen Aww. that. And it was like, unre- she was unsigned and it was just like, and just, he just talks to her for five minutes and he's so knowledgeable about the music and, and then she, and perfect recording of it. And it's like, he is, he's amazing on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's, I'm not, I'm not criticizing the other stuff. It's just not my jam, but, um, uh, he's uh, his music stuff's off yeah. the hook. This album, I we have to pick one song. Yeah, what would you? What would be your song? <laughs> this is so hard to choose because it's. I have it down to like five. Sure, um, that's that's fine. It's just like this is. You could honestly just randomize, boom, and then it's on the list. Yeah. It's it's so good, but I'm going to put on the song that got me into the Foo Fighters. And that's Monkey Wrench. Okay. okay. Because I remember okay. listening to the radio and, and waiting and waiting to push record so I could have that song. And I remember, I still have the CD or the, the tape deck somewhere, but this song cut off halfway through the song. So in my brain, whenever I listen to it now, you can hear it cut off. I can hear it cut off right <laughs> at the right at the exact spot every time it that's plays. That's an experience that kids won't have anymore. No, they never, they'll never get that. So Monkey Wrench, it... <laughs> If it wasn't for that one, it would go the hardship you two experienced. <laughs> yeah. It would. If it wasn't that, it would. It would be hey, uh, hey Johnny Park, just because that one's such a. So you're a deep cut guy. Uh, it, that's such a good song, mm-hmm. but but I mean, Everlong Ridge, is. I mean, Everlong, yeah. Everlong is. And I, uh, Everlong has been done uh, by a few covers as well by some of my favorite hardcore groups, and that as a hardcore song, pops. It's a I fucking bet. banger. Um, but monkey wrench, it just, for that moment in time and place for me, I can still picture where, where I was. I was downstairs in our office at our house up in KC, just on a, 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 a summer day and just waiting for that. Because I think I even called into the radio station to ask for that one to be played when you can call into radio stations and re- re- request songs. And that came on. I was so excited. Push record. Ran out of tape, so I only got half the song. So for up until I bought the album on CD, you know, fifteen years later, yeah, that's just how much I knew of Monkey Wrench. But that I love that one, my hero. And I'm like you, that song is one of those because I've seen it. I, I'm a huge Dave Grohl guy, mm-hmm. so when I go fall down the YouTube hole, and and it's a rocky hole, not a country hole, mm-hmm. um, I find a lot of Foo Fighters. Because first of all, he's fun to watch live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, he'll he, the, the one you need to find if you do is him calling Rick Astley up. Oh, to watch oh him. you told me about yes. that. To see him Rick roll the the crowd, mm-hmm. and <laughs> first of all, Rick Astley, good voice, good voice, yeah, really good live performer. <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't faking it. 
Um, but uh, My Hero gives me goosebumps because it's such yeah. an, an epic anthem sort of mm-hmm. banging song. And what I love, what I, I love, love about Dave Grohl about too is that so he's on. He does a lot with Tenacious D, and I think Tenacious D is Jack Black has to be one of the greatest rock voices. He has yeah. he has an amazing voice. And so whenever they do stuff, like one of my favorite movies is the Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. How many times have I watched we, that? We watch that constantly. At least once or twice yeah. a month. It's always on. And but that but that that album, the the uh the uh, I guess you have to call it a soundtrack. The yeah. soundtrack has a, has some Dave Grohl on it, especially in the end. Yeah. But he just does some amazing stuff where he goes back to plays drums on that album. Mm-hmm. But he is he is a rocker. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how much you, you you have to hear Dave Grohl tell the story of him and Prince jamming in an empty arena. How much would have you loved to hear Prince and Dave Grohl play wow. guitar together? And I believe it was the L.A. Coliseum, just those two together. Yes. Wow, that's yeah. like uh, you can have my bank account. Like, yeah, I just like want to hear <laughs> you two my, play. Take my money. Take my money. Or, that's or a for, great one. Or for Mo, take my boner. Yeah. Take my boner. <laughs> yeah, boners right. down. <laughs> boners <laughs> down, guys. Yeah. All right, before boners we down. before yeah, we get move, into before the, we move on before we get on to the other four. Um, so I want to direct everybody towards a little um, raffle giveaway that some people are putting on. It's for donations for a brother relief that died. So the money is going to uh, their family. Um, if you go on Instagram and look up ice underscore in the letter N underscore sticks, you'll see uh, some raffle stuff that they're doing. Doing a like a twenty pack of Nova, um, a limited nice. edition Nova sampler, two two uh, limited edition Nova samplers, um, an Alec Bradley thirty ounce stainless steel drink tumbler, um, a bottle of Wellers, a box of CA, CAO Aurelia. Um, I'm going to send some stuff in as well this week. Um, so just, you know, we like helping people out who have gone through some shit. 2020 has been a pain in the ass. 2021 is being a pain in the ass still. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know these people. I j- it just came across the discord today. People are asking how they can get in the raffle. I texted them. I'm like, Hey, I don't, I don't really want to be part of the raffle, but I, w- I want to throw some stuff in if that's cool. Um, he said, oh, my God, yeah, definitely. So just going to send yep. him some stuff. So, you know, I think it's like 10 bucks for a raffle. It all goes towards the family mm-hmm. who lost their dad. So it still has the wife and the kids to think of. Sure. Um, you know, the cigar community is awesome. How many times do we say it? We say it damn near every show. It's just fucking, fucking amazing. Um, so if you got a couple bucks, you're going to have a chance to win some awesome stuff. So, again, that's Ice in Sticks. Um, check them out. They, this show comes out on Friday. I believe they're drawing on Saturday or Sunday. So you'll have time, uh, to get into that. Um, so that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I just want to just say, number one, I apologize for the, the, the comment that I made prior to you making this very important, <laughs> uh, <laughs> announcement, no worries. but I, I do love the fact that, cause I, I see it all the time when my husband is on the herf with, um, the guys with the LCC and the back and forth communication with the letters, the handwritten letters that come in. Um, I can tell that there's a lot of love and appreciation going back and forth. And um, when when someone is hurting or someone is uh, going through something, I, I see that all of you guys come together. And, and I saw that with us when mm-hmm. when we were going through our thing. There was just so much love and support that 
that was just pouring in yeah. um, and you can feel it. And so I, I just love what you guys have been able to create with your listeners. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, again, it's people who I don't know. Um, yeah. but you know, it, I, I have no idea who they are, but it's people going through hard times and mm. I figured the least I can do is sweeten the pot a little bit. And yeah, you know, that's all that's, if that's all I can do, then it yeah. is what it is. And plus, yeah. I mean, we have cigars to spare. I'm not going to smoke them all. So let them go to a good cause. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get started, um, uh, Ben, uh, first of all, we were supposed to go see Ashton McBride last night. Mm-hmm. We didn't go because uh, Little Rocks implemented a new mask thing and Paula didn't want to do that. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to do that. But um, we've been uh, we've been sort of getting back to normal. So um, uh, <clears throat> I know I sort of, I think, alluded to uh, Mo and I work at the same company. Mm-hmm. So and you've been coming back in the office, which has been great. <laughs> she comes by my office and yells at me. Almost on a weekly basis. And then Mark which, rolls his eyes at me before I even utter a I word. I do. I do. 80% of the time. And yeah. um, so that's been nice. It's been nice to see you in the office. It's nice to have people back. Yeah. It's uh, super great when people actually know where the office is. <laughs> so do you so wanna, let, me, let me guess. This is the day I got lost. So yeah, the you, first. Why don't you guys tell it so and then I'll. you two are the most directionally challenged people. That's I that don't I have it's trouble getting. It's, yeah, know, I don't so. have trouble getting to the office. Okay, well, so no, no. You when you first moved here, you would always point in the wrong direction. I still do. <laughs> so but I always get where I'm going. So eight o'clock <laughs> is when. So eight o'clock is when the school. is when the day is. <laughs> eight o'clock is when the day starts. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew. She, I, so I I knew this was her first day driving from Bryant to downtown, which is a good a good distance and everything. Right. Um, I was like, hey, let me know when you leave. Let me know when you get there. Just doing the husband thing, whatever. Um, she calls me at like 7.45. Babe, I don't know where I am. I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't know where you are? You have a new car that has GPS and you just put it in there. And she was like, I'm on Main and 7th. I'm like, 14. Yeah, Main and 14th. I'm like, you're downtown. You should be nowhere near downtown. Like you're way yeah, up. It's not close. So I was like, all right, put it, put in one ally drive or I, di- I didn't know the address, but I knew it was by, um, town pump. I was like, put in town pump. Right. And it's just like, it's the next Aaron street knows over. A bar. I know yeah. the bar. <laughs> I was like, so she hangs up and then, you know, does whatever. And she calls me back. She's like, I don't, you're like, you're not in the verge of panicking. But I can tell in your voice, like you're about to just lose it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, stay where you are. I'll come get you. I work downtown. I'm fairly close, whatever. So I pop my head into the office of, you know, my guy. I was like, I got to go find Mo. I'll be back. I, I got to go. <laughs> so I leave and I say, hey, send me a snapshot on the map of where you are. She then sends me the grainiest <laughs> fucking picture. <laughs> Of like the street sign <laughs> that's like three blocks away. Where's Waldo? That says like Main and 14th. I'm on the corner of Main and 14th. She's like, I'm at a gas station. I'm at a, I'm at a gas station on the corner of Main and 14th. I'm like, where in the fuck is this woman at? Finally, I call her back. I was like, did you cross the river by chance? She was like, I don't know. I was like, hey. <laughs> you was wish like, I was that calm. Yeah. This is the way that I said it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know right now. I was like, did you cross the river? She's like, what river? I was like, the river that divides the fucking city in half. 
Um, it's, so, a, it's a small river. So it ends, so ends up being, she's on the north side. I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman, how did you get to the north side? How did you literally cross the biggest body of water that is in our city and you didn't know you crossed it? So I'm like, all right. It's a big, so it's like, a big river. So I, I finally figure out where she is. I was like, so I'm like... I'm talking to her. I'm driving towards your way while talking to her. I'm like, okay, you're becoming up to Dickie Stevens. Dickie Stevens will be on your left. Take that big ass bridge that somehow you got over the first time, but you don't know how you got over. <laughs> come, come back over it. So I'm like, I'm heading her way. She's heading my way. And I finally see her like two blocks down, but I'm two blocks over the other way. I was like, I see you. Do you see me? And then I'm thinking, there's no fucking way she sees me. But she's like, okay, I see you. I was like, all right, you're going to go through the light before me. I'm going to be behind you. So I'm going to tell you where to turn, even though I'm literally like half a mile behind you, but I can still see your ass. I was like, all right, there's the gas station. Turn right into the gas station. Left. So, turn left into the gas. No. Oh, turn, turn right. Oh, right, right. Never mind. Coming back from the other way. You yes. see? You see? You know? <laughs> so turn turn right into the gas station. Go over the railroad tracks. And finally, we get to her, get to your work and everything. And like, you want to go hug me? I'm like, don't hug me. I'm covered in sawdust. You're in all black. Like, I'll give you like a pat on the head or whatever. And I was like, all right, if you need me to like come get you at the end of work, just let me know. I'll walk you out. And then I get lost in the fucking parking lot because your parking lot is, is <laughs> it's a is, maze. It's a it's fucking overconfident. It's a fucking maze. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is. But yeah, you, you've been. You've been uh, great you know what? Since. Okay, what guys? I got six words for you. Boner. <laughs> that's one i am as god made me okay <laughs> everyone yeah. has their thing achilles heel i am directionally challenged i ain't good i'm not even embarrassed about it no. so what yeah i got lost i panicked <laughs> you panicked <laughs> and but ever since then the river is the part that confuses me. the river you know what it confuses me too okay i don't remember crossing a body of water guys because she kept saying she's like I, I was going the way the map told me i was like no. baby you literally you're like seven eight miles from, from yeah, you're, the you're on the way. you're in a totally different city well i know that now did you did you come down Chanel and then and then go no, across? i don't no, don't no, don't even talk no, to me about no. that because i don't know came down highway 10 down the big hill, past local Luna, past yeah. okay, double B's, and then somehow ended up in North Little Rock. Yeah, and then I was, wow. but then the, it's here, a big blur. But here's the thing that confuses me: <laughs> that road that you're on, you cannot get across the river on that road. You no. have to turn down into downtown. I so somehow I, got to Markham, which then got to to. I, you know what? What's the point? I'm amazed. Yeah, same. I'm amazed. Same, Baby, I'm same amazed. It's the way. Same you. It's funny. It's funny. So finally, I get back to the office, and they're like, "How was it?" I was like, "She was literally from from my wood shop to where she was, maybe a minute and a half, but I went the yeah. other way to downtown." I was like, "I was." Like, <laughs> this is the thing about me. I you need to give me okay. Even if you give me an address, I mm. will pop it into Google Maps. Usually, and and like figure out my way, but this time around, I was like, I've been there before. You got cocky. Yeah, you I got, got cocky. cocky about a year. Don't and get half. cocky, kid. You, got, you were you were there a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's crazy to think about, but yeah, it I was is. thinking, okay, I don't need to. I'll just you know Google map my way while I'm driving. But you give me an address, I will guarantee you that I will get lost two or three, the first two or three times getting there. In your defense, you're not a big driver. No, and I, I'm a fairly new driver. Fairly, fairly no, new you've, driver. you've been driving 
two years, three yeah. years. Yeah. Here in in yeah. uh, I, in like, Little Rock. Yeah, I had to teach you how to drive. Yeah. So, so. this is <laughs> my favorite part is you got to the other side of the river. Yeah. That's I mean that's hard. Yeah. The way you you came and and the river's big. It's big. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a creek. It's yeah. not a creek. It's big downtown. You know what? I didn't see it. <laughs> it's fair it, enough. I didn't see it. it, would Panic. Be, it I would, had tunnel vision. No, fair enough. I understand. Panic uh, <laughs> yeah. is a clarifying and, and confusing it's thing. It's a very humbling moment it for is. me. <laughs> but, but my second favorite part is Aaron got lost getting out of the parking lot. And okay, so I got lost coming out of the parking lot. Right. I will say. Oh, and I almost forgot where I parked my car. I will, I will say. Your parking lot is bullshit. Yes. It is. No, I'm not going to lie, but just you got overconfident. <laughs> I did. And when he, when he, um, when we got there and I came out of the car to, to give him a hug and a kiss, I'm thinking in my head, this guy's in his construction I, gear I'm and in I'm in overalls, my, I'm, and I look completely different and people are probably thinking, why am I kissing a homeless man? <laughs> this little lady's about to get mugged. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. No, but it's it's been great to have you back in the office. It's been fun. <laughs> and uh, now you have a story. I do. A great story that we'll be able to tell um, for a long time. It's, uh, it is, um, it's been fun to have everybody back in mm-hmm. and, and start to actually put faces name. Because you've actually, you've been now f- with us for a year and a half. And yeah. you really hadn't been in the office other than, I guess, one or two days with just Jay. So you've now got to meet more of the team, which is cool. Yeah. It's nice. The whole world is going through this. And I wonder um, I wonder if there's a million stories like this where so, people are just so, trying to figure this out. So the one thing that I've heard, like to get a little bit darker now, um, dogs are having a harder time now. Yeah, Darius doesn't like because it they're, and I are Because their owners are leaving. Oh, leaving. And okay. going they were used to so, yeah. so you're having a lot more dog shit on the carpet yeah. and pee everywhere because they're just going sure. through, yeah. through stress. Well, I, I, Darius I just, just know, howls. Well, a lot of parents of young children, too, yeah. are going through that because the kids are were seeing their parents for the longest time at home, yeah. at their disposal, and now having to, to worry about daycare and all that stuff. Yeah. So it, it's, it's strange how in the beginning... I couldn't have, I was thinking, how is this going to work if I'm not in the office with my team? Mm. And that was a big adjustment there. Mm. And then now it's going to be a, a, an adjustment, adjustment going back. Yep. Yep. We're going back slowly. But, yeah. but anyway. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, a great story. So what? So what? <laughs> so what? <laughs> well, <laughs> these guys freak out because I get in here and I lose direction in buildings. Yeah. So. <laughs> Again, not even embarrassed about yeah. it. Yeah. All right, let's get back to okay. the heart of the discussion. So we're, we're down to the final two. So I, I'm i going to go with um, the final of the four that were obvious. Um, this is an album that I struggled with. Um, the, the other one is a complete surprise. Um, so I'm going to go with, this is Led Zeppelin. Um, okay. Led Zeppelin is my favorite band of all time. Mm-hmm. They're the best um, rock blues album. Uh, 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 band that I've ever heard. Um, Jimmy Page is the best guitarist in that context. Um, the bass and the, the drums, the best, right? Yeah. Just the whole thing. Robert Plant with his vocals, clean, crisp. You you understand what he's singing. Yeah. It's, the, it's just beautiful. He sing when he's when he when he sings high. That's fine, but he. 
but he sings normal a lot, and it's it's beautiful. And um, I think the way their songs are written are amazing, right? Yeah. So you, you you're you know you could pick any of their albums, and I would go okay, that's fine. But clearly, their four original albums are their best. Yeah. And um, the only song that I don't like on their first four albums is Stairway to Heaven. It's overplayed. It's, it's the, a great song, but no, I, I can see that you, I why, don't, you won't, why, don't, why you don't like it. Um, it is, it's cliche a little bit. It's just not one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Is it the free bird of? It is. Um, I like free bird, but it is, um, it is the free bird of this. I also don't think the song is one of their best. Okay. So it's, you know, and so I've said the whole time that I'm not picking Stairway to Heaven for, um, which is actually Untitled or Sticks or whatever you want. Um, I listened to all the albums again, and um, they're all great. The best album is Stairway to Heaven, is the album Stairway to Heaven's on. Um, and the reason is... That's four. It's four. That, and, that, that would be my favorite, too. It starts with Black Dog, yeah. and that opening riff is yeah. just killer. It goes to rock and roll. goes to Battle of uh, uh, Evermore, which is just the guitar work with the driving uh, bass line, with the guitar, or with the, with the drums. It, it is um, it's just amazing, right? My favorite off of that is Going to California. So, which is a song about Joni Mitchell, which is, which just talks about one of the reasons that I love Led Zeppelin is the songs are deep and meaningful and intentionally so and beautifully written and the lyrics are, you know, they're great. The imagery is, is really great in their lyrics. So one of the, so I love going, you know, going to California, uh, you know, uh, in, in the the describing the woman and looking yes. for in in, in in earthquakes and all those things. A That's woman a, who's never been born. Never the, been yeah. been born. So it's and I didn't know this. I was I was reading about it. It's a song about Joni Mitchell. Yeah, which is awesome. I love Joni Mitchell. And, uh, and the second side has Misty Mountain Hop, which is a song that Aaron and I both like because it's about Lord of the Rings, yeah. right? It's got <laughs> it's got Mordor in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you just you want to talk about next level. Uh, nonsense. Yeah. That's just great. Zeppelin was pure sex. Pure sex. Yeah. They're driving. So, and the reason they're pure sex, Jimmy Page is is so gifted at playing guitar within the song. And when I talk about, we were talking the other day about solos, um, and I pick Van Halen. And one of the things I love about Eddie is he breaks out and does all those things. The greatest guitar players play brilliantly within the songs that's that's what page does yeah he he does all that that genius Mm -hmm. in the songs the two best songs on this album are misty mountain hop and it's because of the lyrics and the song and the 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 beautiful quality right this zeppelin is the beatles whereas sabbath is is really ironically now i'm going to pick the where sabbath is really more the stones right the dirty um, but my song on this is when the levee breaks, because the driving bass and mm-hmm. the and the drums, the ripping drums to come out there, you know, if it keeps on raining, baby, the levee's gonna break. It's just such a great rock blues song. Every time I hear that song, and I, just me singing that little bit, I, I got goosebumps because that song is so. 
emotional and that it's just that desperation and that, you know, that capturing of that emotion mm -hmm. of something bad's going to happen because that's what that song's about. And it's just so brilliant. Would there be a clunker on that album? I, I Stairway can't. to Heaven. For me, See, it I, is clunk, I, clunk, clunk, clunk. That, that's not even a clunker for me. Yeah, and uh, I understand everybody else doesn't view that as a clunker. So I, here's what I say. Stairway to Heaven, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Seeing Hart perform it in front of Robert Plant and Jimmy Page, and you make Robert Plant cry yeah. and Jimmy Page cry, that rendition of Stairway to Heaven... I think is even better than what Zeppelin did because with what Nancy Wilson did with just those vocals yeah, was it was gut wrenching, but also just amazing at the same time because also the drummer for the band was the son of the drummer from Zeppelin. Oh. So seeing him wear the pork pie hat and mm. still do his same style and just seeing that emotion that that yeah. that song from the Kennedy Center and seeing the Obamas cry and seeing not a dry eye in the yep. in the crowd. It's a great version of that song. It just to me is um there are there are seven I believe there's seven songs on there that are amazingly classic. And I agree that the heart version is 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 yeah. is spectacular. Um but I, it's just it's it, it it maybe it's the worst amongst all those songs. Um, we talked about the Beatles and Ringo, um, and, and and all of that stuff. With Zeppelin, you talk about John Paul, mm -hmm. and then you talk about John Bonham, and then you talk about Jimmy Page, and you talk about all four of those people, mm -hmm. top of their games. Yeah, everybody yeah. is brilliant, and yep. there's so much genius in all of that and you hear that on every song they do mm -hmm. so when people say whatever about zeppelin that's why i love zeppelin you listen to that the other thing about this album and, and really all four of the first albums i hear the first and i know it yeah and i love it um and so i'm i'm a zeppelin guy one and then everybody else is three so, okay. <laughs> um, so that's that one. To me, the song is, and I listened to this one a, a couple times today, um, and it annoyed Paula um, because she kept trying to talk to me. It's when the levee breaks, and it really is. It's John. It's it's John Bonham, and that drum that starts it, and that driving bass rhythm that is just it's brilliant on that song. Because if it keeps on raining, baby, the levee is going to break. The levee's yeah. going to break. It's a good one. All right, Mo. My fourth. I also chose a Pumpkins album. Mine is Siamese Dream. Um, this is 1993. And so my the, this is the one that came before the year. But this is before this, they this got is the, bad. This is the album before Melancholy. Yeah. And so my favorite song on that is Mayonnaise. Um, but <laughs> I know that's just, it's the nineties. All of these, all these bands had these weird, weird, uh, uh, song titles. Um, but it, it's a solid album from beginning to end it starts with Cherub Rock. 
And there's so many, there were so many hits on that album, mm -hmm. but it's a solid album from beginning to end for me. But Mayonnaise, to me, the guitar solo in particular, James Eha, the yeah. guitarist, the sound that he is able to get that is so distinctively Pumpkins, mm -hmm. the, the solo on that, on that song in particular, just, it kills me every single time. The way that it, it almost sounds like singing, like, mm -hmm. uh, this, this, uh, again, this desperation, this, this, mm -hmm. this, 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 uh, th this feeling, this deepness that I'm, I'm constantly gravitating towards in music. To me, it's very reminiscent of the way that Hendrix would play Brian May, Jimmy Page, the way that they would just, how they are with their instrument and their musicality and their expertise with that instrument. Yeah. He, his sound to me is is what made pumpkins yeah billy corgan yes his voice but uh james Eha, his his guitar and that sound made that sound uh work for that band so yeah. i mean that album hits too you have today yeah um geek usa yeah that's there's some deep again song titles they get uh, an F for, we, for song titles. We, but. we talk about all the time, uh, like the lyrics and stuff in the 90s were just weird. Yeah. It was just weird. Very strange. Uh, like, uh, especially a lot of Bush songs. Bush, okay, don't even bring Bush in, into the conversation because, again, I, like they have some catchy songs, but, again, lyrics are fucking trash. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But I, I know that he was very heavily influenced by Nirvana yeah. um, and Kurt Cobain. And so there were just all the, the articles that I would read about uh, Gavin Rossdale and his, his songwriting. I'm like, give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> Sorry. But the Pumpkins, I mean, they're as weird and, and outlandish as some of their, their songs were um, and their, their song titles. I do feel like they had substance. Yeah. In that time. So they were, they were creating music that, and, and then you see it with the theatrics of, melancholy mm -hmm. musicality understanding your instrument whether it be voice guitars drums composition mm -hmm. composition is just I, I i it got lost for a long time i feel like uh they were able to do that with this album so and that's strange point. are the one band we're gonna have two albums with is the pumpkins so mm -hmm. far at least mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a Mastodon album. Yeah. <laughs> you should because Mastodon hits. I think you'd actually really like Mastodon. I'm gonna have to listen. I, I am. All right, Sarah. Mayonnaise. You, you good with that? You good? You good on the album? Then you good? You don't even. You, you have any more to talk about on that one? Nope. Cool. 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 It's a good choice. Boner. Um. <laughs> it only works when I say it. Yes, it's true. <laughs> All right, so I asked you the question an hour ago. Was Van Halen's debut album one of the best? Which then I totally forgot about this band that I am choosing right now as my fourth. Is this just off the cuff? No, no. Oh, okay. This was I just I I did. He just I, forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. Five, he's making I, I, up I, no, I forgot that this was their debut as well. Mm. Again, my album heavy on the nineties because this is sure. when I this is when I got sure my Mine is too. Yeah, I mean, I, I figure for Mine you and I, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> but this is whenever I got to choose what I wanted to listen to, kind of thing. 
Sure. Um, this next band, what they were singing about in 92 is still prevalent today in today's society. I think I know which one you're talking Rage about. Rage Against the Machine, self-titled yeah. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Is something that will stand the test of time, can be unequivocal, be a huge album for any oppression that people go through for any disagreement when you want to literally fight against hierarchy rage is what comes to mind they were a very smart band well i just think that they came out at a time when there was a lot of fluff mm-hmm. in music and yeah. so they were really the only they, band at that time that were saying something that was real yeah they went against the grain the whole way zach de la rocha was spitting fucking bars yeah. that people, that rap people can't do today. Yeah. I mean, and, and he was the one of the forefront of that. Um, you know, um, just I'm trying to think of, my mind just went blank. Went, went blank. Um, Tom Morello. Um, Didn't he go to Harvard? Yeah. Highly educated. Yeah. What he can do again with his guitar the muse, the noises that he can produce from from his stuff is unbelievable. I mean, it's killing on the name of a know, lot of distortion on on their guitar work. Yeah, one of the one of the opening lines of "Killing in the Name of," those that work forces are the same that are the same that burns burns crosses. Yeah, I mean, in '92, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, and it just it's unreal, like. 20, 30 years difference, and it's still prevalent. It's crazy to even say 20 years. Yeah, and I and I messed up by saying 20 years, and it's <laughs> almost 30 years. Yeah. Um, yep. So 30 that years. one starts off with Bomb Track. Again, just like Zach De La Rocha, spitting bars into Killing the Name of, to yeah. take the power back, to settle for nothing, bold in the head, know your enemy, wake up. You know, tons, this whole album from front to back is solid. It's hard. They bring it. I I would love to have seen them in concert back in the heyday. I know there's, they're always talking about maybe coming back, but then, you know, there was, they, they wanted, I know I say, I say they, Zach De La Rocha didn't want to become corporate, but you know, the rest of the band, they saw what they had with it. So they brought, Chris Cornell on and created Audio Slave. Again, another hard group or hard, the uh, a being of 90s rock with Chris Cornell coming in with the powerhouse of Rage Against the Machine creating something else. Um, but for me, um, Freedom is is a, the hardest, it's just, it's just that, that song when he, at the very end, when he's just yelling screaming like almost agony freedom it just resonates hard yeah is that your song that's my song cool rage it's funny because sometimes out of those fluffy moments you get those bands that are really pushing yeah pushing hard or or, or saying something important um rage is uh is one of those bands you know Mm -hmm. yeah because you look at nirvana where they they talk about teenage angst right Mm -hmm. that's a different kind of angst yeah and so that that was a very very powerful album yeah this was literally like fuck the power yeah and 
you got to fight against it kind of thing. Yeah, that's more grown-up angst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> grown-up angst. <laughs> I said, no, true. True, true, true. That's a good choice. So before we go into the fifth album, how are you liking the cigar? I still like it. Okay, good. <laughs> that's good. I'm trying to drink out my giant water bottle here. It's uh, put your feet on that. It'll help. <laughs> He's got like a huge, like, it's baby, a three liter baby Huey bottle. <laughs> it, it is one where like your arm does shake. <laughs> yes, it does. Picking it up. You need to work on the kettlebells. I can tell. Um, uh, no, this is a great cigar. I love it. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't smoked as much as I thought I would uh, yeah. on this one tonight because we have been just transfixed on music. Yeah, um, up a storm. But I I like Camacho a lot. I do too. Um, they're so they're owned. By Davidoff. Yep. Um, so they have that Davidoff feel and that Davidoff taste, but without the Davidoff price point. Yep. Um, especially like the, the BXP Connecticut. They're a little stronger too. I mean, they, they, they're a little more. Well, the, the BXP Connecticut is more like the Davidoff side, but yeah. the, like this one. Um, so this one, in, I believe it's still aged in the same people that do like the Dale's Pale Ale. I forget what company that is. Um, Dale's. Is it Dale? Well, I'm saying like big, like I forget the brewery name. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like this one. Goes well with a stout. But so since you've never had it before, is this something that you would put into your yeah. rotation now? I, I think uh, what I look for in a cigar is that consistency. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna, I was curious to see if if you guys talk a lot about how you know first thirds, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Do you? Are you noticing changes through this? Because I'm not. This one is what we would call a single note. Okay. Um, Maybe where, I, that's what I like. Yeah. So, and I think you get a lot of that with San Andreas wrappers as well, because yeah. San Andreas is just meaty the whole is way. so stout, and it just kind of it's prevalent the whole way through. Um, which I like cigars that change, but I also like cigars that are consistent that just stays the same. Like it doesn't make it bad. Do you think that there are parallels here, and why I don't like imp- improvisational jazz? For the reasons. You don't like improvisational jazz? Because I, I, I need to know where I'm going, man. And improvisational jazz. Here's where just, you're going. Yes. You're going all over the fucking place. <laughs> that, and, and going back to the story of her getting lost, that's what she said it was like. She was, she was like, it's like I was listening to improvisational jazz. Because it so, makes me feel I like I, I've, I, you know, my suitcase opens. I'm running for the train. I, I'm, I'm, I'm it late. It all spills out. Yeah, it spills out. and I, I don't yeah. know if I ever told you the story. We, Paul and I went on one cruise in our life. And uh, they had a bar where we could get liquor. And uh, they had a, uh, a band from Thailand. It was, um, okay. they, just random. But they were the band called the best cover band, Beatles cover band You're from kidding. Thailand. <laughs> and they were tight. Really? They were really good. But there was a lady. There was only two people who would dance. There was me and this other lady <laughs> who would do improvisational jazz, like free-flowing hands. And Paula goes, I don't understand how you can dance with her. And he's just like, Fuck it, let's just go. <laughs> right? And just like, we're just out like, whatever. I was drunk. So, I mean, I know what I was doing, which was just like having a free form time, right? But she was like free form jazz. I, that's the one thing I like about improvisational jazz is just like the water will go where the water goes. Oh. I get you. I love jazz. I do too. I don't have a problem with jazz. It's jazz flute. It's the improvisational, we're just going to play, that play. Chaos. It's controlled chaos, though. There could be controlled chaos in jazz, but not 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 the type that we were listening to. Oh, what were we listening? You made me I turn forget. it off. You're like you're about to have a panic attack. Paul is the same way. Paul I, just I was getting like unsettled. 
She's like, you got to turn this shit off. You know, I'm sure people are familiar with brown sound, right? <laughs> Do you know what brown sound is? Yeah. Makes you want to take a shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so now we know. What's funny is like, every time you've been on the show, it's always been the deep conversations with us. Nobody's really got to see the real you. Yeah, this is Thursday Night Mo right this here. Is, this, is, this is who I married. We get a half hour of, of, of work talk and then we get this. And then this is, so this is really interesting because I don't know who you've told uh, at work that you actually do a podcast with my husband. Jay. Okay. And I don't know if he'll listen to this, but I don't care. Whatever. He listened to the podcast where you guys talked about the pregnancy. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know that he listens on a regular basis. Yeah. So uh, I don't know that he'll listen to this as, as well. I don't I don't think so. So uh, getting back to the albums, um, I struggled with on the fifth album. The top four albums, pretty easy. Yeah. Right? Just the fifth. How many, how many, how many different bands did you have in that, in this, in this five hole? Probably 20 that I yeah. considered. Um, yeah. and all the way from Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath to Springsteen's Born to Run, Fleetwood Mac Rumors, The Clash, London Calling, GNR Appetite, um, The Who could have begun with a couple. Who's next for sure? The Police could have been on that list. CCR could have been on that list, right? CCR, God, I haven't heard of this in CCR. Co- Cos- Cosmos Factory, Cream, <sighs> Desrelli's Gre- Gears could have been there. Tom Petty, Damn the Torpedoes yeah. is a great album. Steely Dan, Aja is one of my favorites. Steely Dan is good. Be- Beach Boys, uh, P- Pet Sounds yeah. could have made there. Ooh. That's a great album. Okay, let me. Okay, let's Hendrix, talk about Are You Experienced? The, none of those got picked. Do you remember Beach Boys doing a collaboration with the Fat Boys? I don't. Oh my god! See, nobody that was rem- very eighties. Nobody remembers that. That I love that album. So good. You remember the Beach Boys doing Kokomo? Yes. Yes. That's why the Beach Boys aren't in my five. <laughs> you like Kokomo? No, I don't. Not really. Aruba. That was a big <laughs> hit. It was a huge hit. So I've seen the Beach Boys a couple times live because they used to come to the State Fair all the time, um, and they're very good. Uh, the Beach Boys are awesome. I love Pet Sounds. It's a great album. Um, the Beach Beach Boys, um, I think, are significant. Um, just didn't make my list, and so I struggled. You know, there's some. It's there's just, punk that just there. proves how hard this is. Yeah, and there's there's albums that that you could even throw in here. You could throw mm-hmm. Kansas on here. You could throw a ton of stuff in here. Um, but in the end, I went with an album that I listened to a ton of, um, that I think is super significant. Um, changed the music game in a lot of ways. Um, a big time band, great album. This is their first album. Talk about debut debuts. Mm-hmm. Boston, Boston. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I took that off my list. Okay. More than a feeling, peace of mind, long wow. time. <clears throat> Let me take you home tonight. Um, rock and roll band, smoking, hit your ride. I mean, you want to talk about a, an album that had rock and roll songs on it and this the guitar is, innovation that mm-hmm. was on this album this is such a rock and roll rock and roll album yeah it's not hard rock no. it's not it's 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 just straight rock and roll genius the way i describe it this is the album for air guitar oh yeah Jimmy. that is, is what this album it is has this been, is the greatest air guitar album in existence it's been such a long time I think I should be going. Yeah. I mean, just th- those, and mm. those great um, 
rock sort of, you know, lyrics. Um, <clears throat> it's more than a feeling. It's more than, and just great layered vocals. Yeah. yeah. Um, just um, innovative, um, catchy as. Yes. Rock is the day is long. Mm-hmm. Catchy as fuck. Just great album. R- rock band song. That little middle nugget when he when they say drives in a big Cadillac smoking a big cigar yeah. is one of the greatest little 30-second nugget yeah. of any song ever in existence. And the guitar work is exquisite. Um, and, you know, I know they, they he innovated a lot of the, mm-hmm. the, the pedal work. It, this is sort of violates my overproduced stuff because he innovated a lot of the this is the start of some of the overproduction stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it out. But on this album, it's just tight, genius guitar playing. I'm so glad this album makes it because I felt bad taking it off my top yeah. five. I, and, and, and listen, it came down to three albums for me. Um, it came down to The Clash, London Calling, mm-hmm. which I am the yes. biggest Clash fan, um, and G- GNR, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Those three albums are great albums. All of them deserve to be in the top five. The rest of those album, the rest of the albums on my honorable mentions are super awesome albums. Top five's got to be top five. Yeah. Right. Top four wasn't going to change. The album maybe the artist wasn't going to change, but I really I listened to this again, um, and it just brought it. it first of all, it reminded me of being in <clears throat> 1976. Mm-hmm. So this is 1976. I mean, I'm in junior high. Reminded me of being in high school, just listening to this nonsense. And it's a quick album too. It's just a hair over 30 minutes. <clears throat> it is. It's really uh, the first yeah. side is more than a feeling, peace of mind, and a long time, which is about 16 minutes. And the back back sides maybe. And a that's because bit and that's because foreplay long time is like seven and a half minutes long. That's exactly right. It's about eight minutes. And that's where you get a little bit or that electronic that keyboard s kind of i mean their whole the the album artwork is very alienistic and that you get that sound from yep foreplay long long time but the richness it's, it, mm. it just it, you know it's the fifth one was a tough one to fill in and yeah. i'm not in any way comparing them to led zeppelin they're clearly a, a um not as as musical as is as, as some of those um but Great album. This if, if Led Zeppelin is something you want to listen to if you want to feel like inspired and you want to you just it has that feeling. Boston, Boston, tailgates down, beer in hand, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Suntan. It's a different, different it's, vibe. It's, it's a totally so different. I'm, I it took me this album took me back, and this is what made me decide because I remember GNR in college and listening mm-hmm. to all that and all of that. This took me back to high school, and I'm not going to say I was tailgates down drinking beer because my mom listens, um, but it does I was bring talking about boners this whole time. I know. <laughs> so, um, but I do recall drinking a lot of beer to Boston, Boston, and so um, um, it's just such a great album. So, what song are you choosing? Um, and I, I'm going to choose. Um, I'm going to, ch- yeah, I hadn't really planned on choosing a song. So I'm going to say more than a feeling. Okay. That's a good one. Because when yeah. you think of Boston, you think of more than a feeling. Yeah. 
They do that a rock and roll band. A long time is just, it's eight minutes. I don't it want is. an eight minute song on our list. <laughs> Why not? Because it, it's, um, it's been such a long time and I think I should be going. <laughs> <laughs> More than feeling. That's a, that's quintessential seventies rock though. It is. We were, we were laughing the other night as we were listening to Yacht Rock. You will hear Boston occasionally on Yacht Rock. Yeah. Um, and, uh, That's a great station, by the way. That is, um, that is a sign that, that is we, a sign God we, loves us. We, we found that waiting in line uh, at Dairy Queen. She's like, what's Yacht Rock? I was like, oh, it's just like music you listen to a rock on Yacht. And like, I forget what was on. She's like, this is the greatest channel It's all ever. the jams. It's all, it's the, all jams. the jams. It is soft rock from the <laughs> 70s. Yeah. It is. Um, it is. Um, so uh, uh, Garrett and I have talked about that channel. Yeah. And it used to just come on occasionally. But now if you have the app on your phone, it's year round. And on my new car, it is permanent. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's permanent on ours too. So it's, it's kind of like, what's the uh, soft rock channel that's, it's like... Um, the singer-songwriter channel. It's kind of like that, but this is actually a little more rocky. Yeah. All right. That's such a good album. I'm so glad it made the list because I felt bad taking it off mine, but um, I had a reason why. I think I know what your fifth is. Mine? Well, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you're going to... Ch- I, I don't oh, know. I'm, su- I'm going to be surprised. Yeah, I, think, I think you two are going to be surprised. Okay. Go ahead. My yeah. fifth, I had to choose this band, Radiohead. For me, it's the Benz, 1995. Starts off strong with Planet Telex, and that is my favorite song on that album. I was 13, saw them at the Wiltern in Los Angeles. Nice. And that was the beginning to me of this this love affair that I have with Radiohead. And after the Benz was OK Computer, which you thought was Automatic Robot or something. (laughs) No, no, because there's a song. Paranoid uh, Android. Yeah, and I was like, what's that that song, OK, or uh, All All Right Robot? That's close enough. That's really close for Aaron. But the look on her face was, what? What are you talking about? But the Benz was a very big album at that time for me on rotation constantly. I remember my mom taking us to the will turn. And when we were, she was pulling up to the front of the, the auditorium to drop us off, we saw um, Colin, one of the uh, mm-hmm. members of the band, and we were screaming. It was just, it was, it, it defined a time for me. Um, there. And I have a funny story about my brother-in-law, Will, um, the barbershop owner, um, street spirit fade out is a great song on that album. And it was the song that I taught Will how to play on guitar. And the joke was that Will was in a band or a couple Mm -hmm. of bands. And one, one of the songs that he would play to warm up was street spirit. And all the, all the guys in the band would be like, Oh God, here's that fucking song again. (laughs) And it's the song that I taught him how to play. But um, anyway, I, so I what's felt... what's the album again? The Benz. Baby's the got the Benz. It's the one with like the, the head, like the, the crash test dummy looking kind of robot looking yeah. thing going on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not as familiar with their albums. I know their songs. But. Pablo Honey was a, was a good album, but that was more pop to me, in my opinion. I felt that the Benz really, that's when they really started defining their sound. And then OK Computer was a little bit more experimental. Because um, they're a band that's changed their yeah, sound Yeah, and, and so I, much. I would say that you know they, they had the longevity there. 
And I really respect this band. And then they started getting weird, man. Real weird. In Rainbows was... In Rainbows was the last... Was the beginning of what I think is their weird period. Sure. (laughs) Well, you... uh, For the record, we were talking about David Bowie the other day. Yeah. And if you're around long enough, you're going to have a weird period. Mm -hmm. Because you've been around long enough to have a weird period. Um, I... um, and I know their songs. I, I'm a I like Radiohead. I have not. I did not grow up in that area, so yeah. I didn't listen to their albums on repeat. I I've seen Creep them to a, me is one of the that's off of Pablo generational Honey. songs. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's been covered to all hell by yeah. everyone and some and re- horrible covers, but some remastered and some reimagined, and it was it's really some great. reimagined ones yeah. where you go that that's fun. But I I've like seen that. Radiohead a couple of times in concert. And cool, um, are they good in concert? I got oh yeah, there. oh yeah. Because he's real, they're really talented. You can tell yes. by the way they reimagine themselves. Yes. So. But anyway, the the ha- start stopping at five was really really difficult. So what what song on that one? Planet Telex. Planet. It's the first song. So who would be on your honorable mention list? Soundgarden, Super Unknown. Soundgarden. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll go through Fleetwood Mac. Rumors was one of them, but that was one of the get you know the givens, uh, gimmies. Queen, Queen Two. Um, Muse, Absolution. I'm kind of surprised that wasn't your five. The, that one was there because Muse being a three piece, and that's a strong album. I've seen them in concert, and for them to be a three piece to have such a full sound, sound. as full yeah. as they are in their album, Band of Horses Cease to Begin is a great album. Um, I think that was the one we we're talking about. Like, where would that classify as rock? That's the that because it gets indie mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. but i i would still consider them them rock zeppelin let zeppelin four um, nirvana never mind didn't make it alabama shakes down in color um arcade debut album and their closing album yeah 2015 yeah arcade fire funeral is a great <clears throat> album the yeah yeah yeahs yeah wow. although they 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 uh border on on that that punk kind of that yeah. new york yeah. Club sound. Yeah. System of a down. Toxicity. Toxicity. And for me, the nostalgia, because I, I lived in Glendale, California, uh, for a period of time and, and there's a, a large Armenian population there. And System of a Down is is Armenian. And I remember when they came out, there was just this feeling of, of pride um in that city. Right. Um and I've seen them in concert and again talking about album sound mm-hmm. and live sound, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, Stone Temple Pilots, Purple is a great album. Bad Religion, even though that one, we weren't sure if that one would be rock. Eh. I still consider it rock, but yeah. Bad Religion, Stranger Than Fiction, Nine Inch Nails. But that would be more industrial. I, I think Nine Inch rock. Nails would count. But Pretty Hate Machine was a really great album. Yep. Yeah, I'm a Nails fan. There's more, but I'm not even going to go. All right, so this is my number five. So I'm going with the master of rock. I'm going with the guy who created the horns. I'm going Ronnie James Dio. 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 (laughs) Okay. I'm surprised by that. You're right. Holy Diver. Holy Diver. What a great album. Oh, man, what a great album. Yeah. The opening riff with... uh, Stand up and shout. Yeah. That is pure metal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Freddie James, man. Dio's voice is just, that's what, that's, you and I, we're a big Jack Black fan of his music and what he can sing. His voice is because of Dio. Yeah. Um, A lot of, a lot of group, even what was, what's that group? The the girl. The girl. Yeah. Um, What's uh, their name? Uh, 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 Unleash the Archers. Yeah, they're great. It's like, it's like Dio had a daughter, and that's who she is. I mean, Dio's voice. I mean, he is when he was with um, Rainbows, and then he got kicked out of Rainbows, went to Zeppelin, and then he just wanted to do his own thing. So he had him, and brought in some other guys, a lot from Rainbow and stuff. And created just Dio. I mean, that, and I think it was like in 82, it was 80 something, let me see, 83. Um, just seeing, he has his fingerprint on so many metal bands yeah. today that, I mean, you, you kind of have to. I kicked off Boston, I kicked out Boston to put Dio in because of just what Ronnie has done yep. for the genre choice. that I prefer more of the metal scene because of what Dio is. Oh, that's um, a good choice. And then, again, this album, Stand Up and Shout, Holy Diver, and then Into Gypsy, that's a one, two, three punch of yep. just, just straight 80s metal that is hard to beat. Yep. Um, and then it's Rainbows in the Dark, Shame on the Night. This is one of those albums that's just like, it's, it's, there's, there's not, there's no fluff on this album. No. It's so good. Um, But just that opening riff of Stand Up, Stand Up and Shout is well worth it. So Stand Up and Shout is going, going on mine because Holy Diver would be the easy choice, but just hearing more of the, because we talked about, you got to have the guitar work Mm -hmm. and the guitar work on this one just stands out above on Holy Diver where, whereas Dio's voice is definitely hot, like prevalent on Holy Diver. The guitar work yep. on this one is, is I think better. It's hard. It's hard to shine, uh, you know, uh, behind his voice. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. think his voice yeah. is, is what makes that. No, Dio's voice is just, yeah. It's like Rainbow in the Dark to me is is the song that really clued me into him, mm-hmm. and such a great and, and to clean it up because he was a member of Black Sabbath, not Zeppelin, right? Did I say Zeppelin? Yeah. Oh yeah, Black and Sabbath. His work in Black Sabbath was yeah. great, um, but when he was on his own, I think he really shined yeah. in a way that was his voice is, is amazing. No, he, yeah, him him leaving Rainbow. And just doing his own thing. Yeah. I mean, and, we, and also, too, it's hard to take... It was hard to step into Sabbath's role. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to replace Ozzy. Yeah, in so many ways. You gotta but, wander you know, around. Yeah. <laughs> gotta mumble a lot. Yeah. But having Dio come in and do that with, with Sabbath yeah. was great. But I think, you know, Ronnie James Dio as Dio was better... Than Black Sabbath. I agree. Um, I agree with that. That's a great choice. So, and then I had some of the other ones I had on my list. Um, 311, their blue album, which yep. is just 311. It's a good album. Really good album. That's, you know, again, heavy on the 90s, but it got 
and they're still prevalent today. Like they just had, they just released an album last year. Um, one that um, Mo and I kind of argued about whether to, if it would classify as rock or not, because it's definitely more punk, but I consider punk rock because it's punk rock. Um, Operation Ivy. But I, I think that, that that is way more on the punk side. Yeah, no, it's definitely is. It's a, it's a punk album. Yeah. But because of Operation Ivy, you got rancid. Yeah. You got, more you got more into the ska era because yeah. operation ivy was 89 yeah. and then that that ska revival started happening in the early 90s like you got the boss tones and then you got rancid yeah. and then you got more into the happier ska stuff but because of operation ivy you got you know again that's a like we said with alabama shakes that was a one-off yeah, it was one album. That's she's all they did. She's touring on her own now. You know that, right? Mm-mm. She's touring on her own. I saw her at some. Which, festival. by the way, when I first heard Alabama Shakes, I did not know it was a woman. They no. are amazing. <laughs> did not that know album, it was a woman. If you have not heard that Alabama Shakes album, um, you need to. Yeah, it is. That is a amazing album. Mm-hmm. And then another one that I had on, and then I took off, and then I put it, put it back on, and then I took it back off, was Coheed and Cambria. Um, their uh, good Apollo, I'm burning for just a. My a, sister was a bigger a, fan. Amazing of album, love that, that one so much. Um, yeah. So I had I had a bunch of uh, a lot of the stuff that were my honorable mentions are more of the newer stuff. metal stuff. Um, um. So, so what surprised you about your list, Aaron? That when you look at your top five, I have a couple surprises that I'll, I'll, um, my, my surprises was just how heavily the nineties influenced it. Really? Um, so no heart. Cause you, um, I know you're a huge heart. And so I, fan. I, I did have heart on there as well. I had, um, a steamboat. Queens. Oh, oh steamboat. Annie. I had okay. steamboat. Annie. I, I like, I like little queen better, but riverboat Annie yeah. is a better album for what created queen the, uh, created, created heart heart yeah yeah um and then like uh, some of the newer stuff that I would have had on there but I think it might have been a little too new and a little not a lot of people have heard it uh, between the bear to me colors uh, I went to their their live recording session I'm actually on the CD cover you can see my arm <laughs> Sure. Your um, arm. Yeah. Um, you can, your you, parents must be very proud. I, I, I have it framed. Um, went, going to that one, Bayside, my favorite, you know, rock. Yeah, group, I was surprised. Which, that which was is, my next surprise. No Bayside. I know. So that's, that's again, and because of bands like Rage, like yeah. Dio, like the other ones, they're, because of them, I do. Ha- I have the bands I listen to now, like Bayside, like Between the Bear and Me, like Dance Gavin Dance, like yeah. all that other stuff. It's yeah. be- but it's because of this small core group that influenced not only me, what I listen to, but sure. also a lot of the bands that I listen to now. Sure. So, hundred percent. Anything most surprised you about your list? That surprised me, uh, Metallica. I'm actually surprised by that. I'm surprised that I'm su- I'm more surprised of the stuff that you that I figure you would have had on there because I figure you would have had Soundgarden. Yeah, that that was because I had Soundgarden. I took it off because you were going to have Soundgarden on. Yeah, 
Yeah, you two argued on and off over the last two weeks. And well, the, sort of for the record, threats. I said Soundgarden Super Unknown, and then he tried to play it off as though he's the one who thought about it first. No, because you and had, the, you, had the, the, you had, you said Pearl Jam 10, and I had Pearl oh, Jam Pearl, 10. Oh, it was Pearl Jam. Yeah. Well, you put Pearl Jam 10 on yours after I said it. Yeah. So it wasn't Soundgarden. So we did have Soundgarden on. I had Soundgarden on. Super I took unknown. it off because you said it was on yours. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then I kicked it off because of, I remembered Metallica. Yeah. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't leave it off. But, but Soundgarden is in that same, they share that same box with Alice in Chains yeah. and yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Alice in Chains, another great album. Yeah. Another great man. There's a ton of selections. I mean, for me, my biggest surprise, none of us picked or mentioned Pink Floyd. Yeah. Pretty, pretty consequential Dark Side of the Moon or mm -hmm. anything yeah. you want to select so there. That, so that was one where me and her were talking where we, I figured that was a give me album. Yeah. Like I think a bunch of people would have had uh, Dark Side of the Moon really high on their list. Mm -hmm. It's not high on my list, and um, that's the, I think the personal selection side of that. Are you more wall? Uh, no, I'm just not a big. I'm not. I love Pink Floyd. I just mm -hmm. don't love Pink Floyd as much as I love the other artists that I. I have to I be in a mood to listen to Pink Floyd. If I want to yeah. get lost. Yeah. The the one the one band I'm kind of surprised I didn't have on there because because it I still listen to them all the time every week at least but they they kind of transformed of what metal is now and stuff I listen to uh, Deftones um, White yeah. Pony yeah, yeah. Um, I know Love. that was I mean uh, when we had uh, uh, we had the Radiator King you guys really mm -hmm. grooved on the Deftones yeah. Um, there's no southern rock on mine. Wow. Yeah. Um, which is which is meaningful to me. Um, and obviously nothing on my list after ACDC Back in Black. Mm. So nothing. Nothing in the 90s. Nothing from me as an adult. Oh. Wow. So nothing after my freshman year of high school. I would say the same for, I guess, for mine too. And a ton of stuff from when I was five and ten. <laughs> like nineteen ninety five was the last one. Right. Okay. So, what was your very first album that you bought with your money? You've already said white album. White album. Mine was Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. That was the that was a good album. That was the very first album. I like. I kind of wanted Gwen to put Stefani. Yeah, he has got a boner for. Her. <sighs> Let me tell you. Oh, God. I. You know she's married to Blake Shelton now. She is. Yeah. Like I, I kind of wanted to put that on there, but For again, the, that I don't know if I would classify that as a rock album. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, but, no, no. But that that was my very first album that I bought with my own money. I my, remember when that album came out, and I remember just trying hard not to like it because I was just so annoyed by that that song, uh, "Just a Girl." Mm -hmm. Is that, is that uh, just, a girl. just a girl? Yeah, just because of the way that she sings it, the pouty face and the. Mm, yeah. mm, the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Mm. It was just ugh, Sunday morning, though. That's uh, a great song. It's like such a good song. Yeah. So, what was your very first album you bought? So, mine was uh, Queen, I believe, and um, that I bought myself. And it was the one with Fat Bottom Girls on it. Mm. Yeah. Their albums, Queen's albums, and are... it was actually an eight-track tape. Oh, you had to buy you. You literally had to buy, enjoy the whole thing. Yes, but see, I, okay. 
finish what you're about to say. Because I, I've noticed when I was looking back at Queen, because of course, how can you talk about rock without talking about mm-hmm. Queen? The songs that I felt like the their albums were more about the songs that I liked. Like I, I like the one, two, one or two songs off of this album, yeah. two or three songs off of that album. But there wasn't when we talked about what our definitions were coming into this 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 show here of yeah. solid albums from back front to back, yeah. right? I couldn't pick one. Yeah. Queen front I, to back. Queen. I feel like if we allowed um, best ofs. Yeah, that would be on it because again, I feel the same way. Like Queen has a huge discography of albums, but only like two songs per each one were really liked them. Really, really good. So yeah. the one I'm surprised I I had on my list and took it off a few times was Pantera Cowboys from Hell, um, just because that sound that Dimebag Daryl, like that guitar sound, that was '90s. Just that, that. I wasn't a Pantera fan. That ugliness was just so good. Like, I would have loved to. So Pantera started out as a glam band, as yep. an '80s glam band, which I've you can't find any of their stuff anywhere. I would love to hear what they sound like as an '80s glam band, but I've never been able to to find it and listen to it. Weird. That's cool. This has been fun. I'm interested to hear. Two things. People's takes on our list. How wrong we got it. How wrong we got it. And I'm interested to hear people's lists. Yeah, people's lists. And and the thing that I had to keep reminding myself of is I'm not writing this list for anybody else. Mm-hmm. This is the, the list for me. And, of course, the list that I write today, I have to say, could change. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I, it, when you're a fan of music. Yeah. It, it's it's fluid. It's ever changing. It, it, yeah, it is. And I so, think my top four is going to play pretty solid. I think mm-hmm. the fifth one will change a lot. That, that's the Tom thing. Tom Petty will find a way back in that top five. Um, for sure, GNR will find a way in my top five. But I feel like it would have been easier. not going to ever fall out. It would have been easier if we did a top ten by far. Sure. Um, five was just hard to do. Yeah. Top ten would have taken about seven hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Maybe that will be the next one. All right, five through six. Five through six. Next six, week. Six <laughs> through ten. No, I think that I think stopping at the five was a good exercise because we can go on forever. Oh Again, we can go on forever. Yep. Oh, this was the funnest week or two weeks of homework, though, because you had to listen I had to a to bunch go, of old albums. I had to go back down into the Rolodex of, of stuff I haven't listened to. Like, honestly, like this week is the first week I've listened to Pantera in 10 years maybe yeah. and i'm like man cowboys from hell fucking awesome yeah. album yeah but again like boston i listen to boston a lot i love boston mm-hmm. but and i'm surprised i took it off or dio like i don't listen to dio all the time but i feel like anybody who's in the metal scene now you definitely know who dio is yeah so especially that album. i think that's 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 probably my surprise pick of, yep. the, of the thing so yeah absolutely so yours was Metallica, mine was Dio. What was your surprise album? Um, I think, first of all, which Zeppelin album I pick, but I think it really is Boston, Boston. That's yeah. the, the I, one that you I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I, was, I definitely never, never would have guessed that. I was actually too. surprised that I didn't put Nirvana on there. I just, I, I... Knowing you, I'm surprised of the band that you left off more than... Soundgarden? Uh, no, Muse. 
I, I really thought you would have put Muse on there. It's a really great album. Yeah. And it hurts me to see it right there. 2003 Absolution. Just staring at Apocalypse you in the face. Apocalypse Please is just the fucking... That's a, that's a song. That is a song that you need to listen to loud. Mm-hmm. It, it, Super fucking So I'm, I'm outside, sitting outside having a cigar. It was like last weekend or so. And I've got my little speaker. And I've got Muse playing. And she's like... That is way too low. You need to turn that shit up. Yeah, you're doing an injustice. <laughs> I was like, That's I was like, an injustice I was like, to that I don't, album. I don't know if the neighbors like Muse. Yes. <laughs> you live in a gated community. I know. <laughs> don't want to get kicked out. Uh, well, this was have f- anti-Muse rules. Oh, well, this was fun. This was fun. It was fun. So, all right. I have a list of all the stuff. I might have to text y'all to make sure I get the right songs to put them on the list. Sure. You'll have to text me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Boner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Let us know what you think of how good our albums are or how bad they are. Let us know what your albums are. But also check out um, Ice and Sticks, doing something good for the community, for yep. Brother Relief, help out a family. Um do all that. If there's anything else that you would like us to listen to, let us know because I'm always interested. And because again, you have three people here who music is one of the biggest things of our lives. Easily to say, I can speak. Yeah, for both of you, um, because I listen to music all the day, all day long. You know, mm-hmm. when we're up, even if we're up here, all three of us, we hang out up here quite often. We do. A lot of times we just have our headphones on, right? Just listening to music while we're in the company of each other, but yeah. not really talking, and that's yep. totally fine with me. Yep. So listen to music. So, all right. Well, this was fun, y'all. It was a blast. But it's time to wrap it up because we are two hours in. We are. All right. We will see everybody next week. I have no idea what next week's show is. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. So, all right. We'll see everybody next week. Be the good. Later. Bye.